on the seventh day, God created the right man and said, go forth with your full head of hair, my son. So church on a Sunday, as Righty will be preaching the good word of football any given Monday. And we're back. Any given Monday, getting dropped on a Sunday night. Boys, how is everyone? Right, man. How are you, brother? Good, brother. Good. What's happening? How's the Mother's Day going? It was good. Quiet. You can't go too far. Though, unless you're at New Farm Park, people were. I went for a walk and there were people picnicking, bottles of piss. There ain't no restrictions at New Farm Park, I'm telling you. Yeah. I gave uh, Lakin's mum a gift voucher for 10 orgasms. You mean your wife? Ah, uh, yep. Yeah. And, um, so yeah. we can pretty much grunge that in half no, no refunds though no out, refunds right. so uh you gave some other bloke's number or what yeah. <laughs> and then i told her that i told my missus that the guest that we got on today i can't bring him through the top um like through the house because i don't need buckets down here picking up the uh the puddles that she drips you know? oh that's a spirit i was more thinking about telling her about the other co-host you have on your show but if you, if you want to talk shit about guys or not don't know you <laughs> Dane, you've got enough women. Oh. Don't be greedy. Oh. All right. No. Anyway, how was your week, right, man? Tell us about it. What's Not much. On? Not, Not much. much worked. Uh, worked out a couple of times. Walked a lot. You've been working out. I've been seeing you on Facebook working out. You've done 4,000 push-ups in the oh, last couple it's of weeks. Fucking, it's ridiculous. And you forget about it. And I didn't want to... This morning was the fucking worst. I woke up half asleep. So I went out there, stretched up, smashed 25 out fast, felt the form look good, then realised I didn't turn the fucking camera on <laughs> and then had to fork out another 25 after. You see me get to the last five on this video and I'm fucking dying. I'm going, everyone's going to... Th and then someone's going, yeah, that last five of the 25 is the worst. I go, yeah, yeah, it is a bit. You're looking fit, but mate. The don't worry, don't worry about the chat. and better. You're yeah. looking fit, but right. Don't worry about the hate. You're looking well, real fit. Thanks, man. And Dana, how many girls you fucked this week? Uh, Are you still with Blondie? Yeah, the one you don't... Well, you, the one uh, whose house you are the worst, eh? Hey? You're the reason I stick with the one chick now, because if I don't, then I come on here and I get abused for it, and then every chick I'm seeing decides, oh my God, I heard your podcast, and apparently you're fucking like eight of us at a time. Yeah, so uh, the three listeners, what, you think three of them are girls, or...? <laughs> nah, just the one, just the one. Definitely. That's the key to who it is. They I will think I'm like stuck to the show. one at the moment, yeah. Oh, well, I loved up. No, it's because they like Roddy. Oi, I could tell you a true story, a true story. We were watching the other night, I went to bed and I looked up my phone and I was watching Roddy. It's the night you had the Australian jersey on doing your 25 push-ups. Yep. And before bed, I was like, oh, Roddy doing his push-ups. Clicked on the thing, I watched it. And then the Sheila was in the bed next to me. And then I woke up in the morning and she was in, like, we both woke up. She goes, oh, I had the worst dream. And I was like, oh, what happened? She goes, oh, I had a dream. And I was like, tell me about it. Go tell me. And she goes, oh, right, right, right. And she goes, I, um that guy that guy who's that guy and i was like oh gosh she goes the guy in the video doing the push-ups i was like oh righty she's like yeah i went to his house and i was like oh fuck here we go so he raped her no she goes i went to his <laughs> house but like i wasn't forced i went intentionally which is weird and I was they like, normally do in the old <laughs> days in the old days when i was single yeah if you went she there. goes i went intentionally and i was like oh this is getting fucking going from bad to worse she goes no i was there and i thought oh my god i've cheated on Dana. oh my god she goes, and then my friend came and picked me up, and then I didn't know what happened. I was like, wait, wait, stop. This story can stop right here. You went to Roddy's house intentionally? What the fuck's going on? 
And that was my Thursday morning, and I almost cried. For, uh, how for long did this time. poor girl sleep for? That's not, a twelve-hour story. She's <laughs> obviously <laughs> stewing over you for a long time, yeah. right? Well, what about it was all about the form, <laughs> brother. The form. What oh. about how back in the day that they called it? The girls called it regrets, and yeah. then they learnt this name. This is called rape. So it used to be regrets, and now it's called rape. Yeah, exactly. So if you're like, oh, I wish I didn't do that. Say, oh no, rape, and then now you got half a million dollars in your pocket i'm sure you've got uh, <laughs> a lot of good stories from your youth there freddie uh, <laughs> well, what guess we got on motherfucker oh well yeah. now we brought out the big guns south logan playmaker former were you bulldogs 20s yeah yeah bulldogs 20s uh east tigers former keeper park student and sunny coast falcon guy hamilton hamo welcome aboard brother thanks for having me boys and then we bring a man who needs no introduction. <laughs> Known far and wide in every rugby league community. Has a good relationship with Cody Walker. This <laughs> great one. <laughs> he uh, has, a, uh, has a, bit of a, show, a bit of a podcast that's got about 10,000 likes. Oh, you, yeah. Everyone likes Go it. Go north. Yeah. Uh, so, Mr. Kimmy Ingebrigtsen. <laughs> Roddy, how, how are you, mate? I'm yeah. great, brother. Thanks for coming along, Freddie. He knows how to pull a guest. This is two-time guest. Yeah, King you're going good, man. Don't worry about it. How do you get all these people on? Because yeah. we don't. It's not the budget. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's uh, This week, actually, I was just talking to Kimmy, and we we're talking about just like what he's doing, and because the way that he's doing it, and how we're like kind of feeding off each other with ideas. And Kimmy, and we're talking about, oh, what about cuppers? And then Kimmy just threw out straight away, guy. And I remember I did one preseason at East and Guy was there. I think Guy was coming into your Colts year. And I just, it, it, it pick, I picked up on it because that was Fish was, like Triggs was coaching, Fish was strength and conditioner. And most training sessions we had to do 1.2s to start our fitness. Or we had to do a 1.2, then they make us do another one. And I'm a fit motherfucker. I'm very competitive. And this little motherfucker, when it, as a Colt, was in front of me and also not gassed that much had enough uh, had enough in him to be going oh freedy keep up with this shit let's go keep going he was the only one out there doing it as a as a younger kid back then i was like fuck this kind this cunt's legit so that's how i remembered guy and also just i did like did the whole season pre-season before christmas and i thought yeah it'd be a legend to get on and obviously watching what he's been doing lately and still as a fucking what are you guy 25 yeah 25 and still got hopefully some fucking nrl games to play and then i thought and kimmy and uh even triggs reached out and said he'd be a great guest so so did you go straight to east after kibra uh yeah yeah so i finished school and sort of didn't really know what i was going to do after school so um so yeah um i played in the, in the gold coast comp for a bit and benny king who was triggs assistant yep um sort of reached out to me and said come why don't you come to a pre-season with us um we'll chuck you with the boys and, and see how you go and so yeah, just went to East for a bit of an opportunity, I guess, in pre-season, just to think I'd play a bit of Colts, and um, and yeah, I was lucky enough to sort of meet Trigger there, and um, but then like probably two or three months, I was sort of down in Sydney then with the dogs. Yeah, nice. How was that, mate? Like, were you staying at Belmore or something like that? Yeah, yeah. So my sister. Was it's always Sydney. an eye opener going to Belmore, let alone <laughs> living in Belmore. Yeah, my sister was down there when I first moved down, so I stayed with her for a bit, but then yeah, moved into the doggies house. So what year were you down in true. in Sydney playing for the dogs? Would have been, in the 20s system. Would have been maybe 2014, 15. Yeah, right. 
Yeah. So, so what, you went from the Dogs and then you came back and then you made your cup debut up here for East or? Yeah, so I came back. So Triggs was at East and I yep. came back. I signed with East then because one of my things in my contract was if I didn't sign full time, if I'm going to come back to play cup, I was going to come back come to, to East because yeah. they obviously got me there. So I came back um, and then unfortunately, like that preseason, I think it was all Triggs just signed with the Falcons. So I had to stay at East. Yeah. So I um, played a year at East. Yeah, that's when I made my debut. And then East. after that year at East, you went up to Sunny Coast yeah. to meet up with Triggs again and yeah, played yeah. Cup yeah, up yeah, there yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah and so made the grand final. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, had, we had a really good year. You, you win 18 games or something that year? And yeah, yeah, we had a really successful bit of a run. We had a pretty year. fair side, like, yeah. considering the players that were playing great yeah, now. Nice, that team, nice. Yeah. I was there cheering for years. When PNG beat you, it was me and four other people cheering for Sunny Coast. Yeah, I know. I felt like I was in PNG. <laughs> yeah. and, um, and that, like, it was a thing. As great as it was for the game, I, I felt bad. I felt bad for Triggs because I go, he's got to be due. But there was sort of, it was a fairy tale, you know what I mean? Then they went going in the World Cup and they hosted those games. We're getting ridiculous crowd, putting it, putting them on the map. It was, it must have been horrible losing that like. You always felt they were coming. I said to a mate who who came with me, I said, when he was leading 10-0 in the second half, I said, if they go again, they'll break their spirit. But if they let them score, the crowd's going to jump behind this. Yeah. Then they scored that one, and then it was nail-bite, and then jagged that one right near the end. Yeah, it happened so quick. I haven't even like I haven't even really watched the replay or anything. I sort of forgot about it. Since I did hear a rumour, too, and this, this is serious. <laughs> Did your <laughs> did your family get a big blow up with Drinkwater's family over something in the crowd? Because no. a mate of mine said that he was sitting there and there was a blow up. You know how it's it's tit for tat at the end, and someone takes an option. Someone someone's half cut. What the fuck did he do that for? Probably I don't know if man. it was you. <laughs> Would I don't be know. Man, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if someone. it was yeah whoever nah, did what, I've, but I've mate said he had a blow up. So it's just a typical blow up. Like, who they were or anything, but um, no, that game's yeah is a blur now, but. Yeah, I don't know. I think we were up ten nil. We probably should have put them away. After a lot um, Stimson scored, yeah. scored that one from forty out, ran a mad line. And I thought they're on here. Yeah, we should have put them away a lot earlier. But obviously with PNG, you, you give them a little sniff, yeah, mate. Sniff, yeah, they'll come back at you. What a, from that, what from a side they had too. Like those Boas brothers. Like Watson and Asa together, they're unreal. Yeah. But like yeah, when you, you know, them together, they're unstoppable. Watson, Watson the runners, fantastic play. Like he was killing it over there. You see, we had to get him back, but. One's the organiser, and one, well, mm. he can carve up anybody. I didn't think that. I was disappointed from the week later when they went to Penrith and yeah. got on the big stage. Yeah. Other and I, when it was like forty-two to four at half time, I thought this could get horrendous. But yeah, it could they get hung very in there. ugly. I thought yous would have gone better, but you take your chances in life. Yeah, you well, know, they, what I mean, GFs are like that. They earned it, mate. They beat us in yeah. eighty minutes to win, and we and didn't. So it was good for the game. Everyone put things on. Like now, Fiji are in. Um, what do you call it? Fiji are in um, uh, Ron Massey. Mm. Ron Massey Cup. Not this year, but they played the one game. So from that, from that, obviously, from your, your grand final appearance for Sunny Coast, then you came back and you came into South, into their system. How, how did that come about? You just... Yeah. I obviously, um, yeah, it was a good year down at the Falcons. I really enjoyed my time there. And it was a, a, like a real tough decision, but it was just a, sort of the travel. Mm. I was traveling back and forth and... Oh, you're good. coming from Brizzy. Yeah, I was living oh, at home fuck. still in Brizzy, so I was doing the sort of two hours up and two hours back each day. And you're pop. based down Logan area, like Rochdale. Yeah, so yeah, Logan yeah. area. So I was two hours up, two hours back, sort of three to four times a week. And um, a lot of my mates that I sort of played school footy with and grew up with and that all played at South. Um, so I got, sort of got a call from them and, and I knew like sort of the situation with um, sort of Melbourne and um, the Falks that 
Jaxi and Madrinky and there's a few other really good players there that are sort of in my position sort of at the same time. So I just didn't really want to, you know, sort of sit back for mm. two or three more years and behind them. Obviously, probably not getting an opportunity that I probably wanted to at, through Melbourne anymore. Yeah. Because they are some pretty caliber players there. Yeah. So I thought, you know, I'd just take sort of an opportunity to, to go to South and be a bit closer to home and be with your mates and, and just sort of start enjoying yeah, it. Which turned out to be a good decision. So since you've been at South, you've obviously been there, what, three years now? Yeah. And you've become the leading point scorer in the interest for yeah. last season. And um, obviously... It cemented your place in, as the five eight of that side, and um, now as a goal kicking ace, you've sort of you sort of looked at making your your next step towards um, maybe securing um, some sort of an NRL future, or even just cementing your your career in the interest. Yeah, in, yeah. The, in the sun, in the um, in the South system. Yeah, yeah, South, yeah. I'm really enjoying it, South. Um, we've got a good good bunch of lads there, and I think um, it's a good club. It's a really good family mm. club, and um, yeah. So if anything further comes on there, you know, I'd obviously jump at it, but yeah. Um, you know, I get sort of sometimes just go have a bit of luck in that scenario, so yeah, we can see what it. happens. And if you're playing good, someone will notice you, I guess, whether you're at South or. That's it. You just make the most of the opportunities. Yeah, that come so at I'm you, just, yeah. just trying to focus on sort of enjoying it again. And mm. just, um, and yeah, just sort of for me, leadership is something that I sort of wanted to work on now. And I had yeah. the opportunity now at South to, to work on that. So um, as I'm slowly getting older, I guess, and these younger yeah. kids are coming through that are really good, I, I like just sort of mentoring them a bit and yeah. obviously trying to teach them. What I sort and of do you feel that now that you're getting a slight bit older, like obviously 25 is not an old age, but as a rugby league player, you're sort of starting to get towards your prime. You feel as if you're now more of a leader to the like yeah. the young blokes. Like you're obviously in the cup system, you've been there for a while. Do you feel as if the younger blokes coming into the system, you're now more of a leader and more of a more of an old head in the crowd? Yeah, yeah so definitely. You, I think yeah. um, it's a bit weird because like obviously like now with all the young freaks that come through, everyone in the NRL is looking at young them, yeah. kids and they want the next 18, 19 year old to, to develop and throw all their money at. And, but for me, I sort of, I wasn't really the the youngest sort of, um, or sort of the best young kid. I think I'm still improving. Like for me, I'm not, I might be playing my best footy at sort of 28, 29. I might, like at 21, 22, I still had a lot to learn. Mm-hmm. And obviously you see blokes like, um, like we said, Tessie and, and these young yeah. kids that are just freaks now. That wasn't really me. Obviously I had a bit of talent, but, um, I still had a lot to learn and I still got a lot to learn. So um, for me, yeah, age age is not massive for me because yep. I'm still sort of learning. I'll learn off them as much as they'll probably learn off me. Mm-hmm. With that guy, the, the reason I spoke to Freddie about getting someone like yourself or like a Luke Page or a Cameron Cullen or someone like that on is to give the viewers like an honest, um, and that's what me and Ty do with our little thing, give the viewers like an honest idea of what professional footy's about. Yeah. So I know you've been involved in like three systems of the dogs. So, like, go back to the dogs if you can. You've done your, was it a year and a half or two and a half years there? Yeah, it was two, uh, what was it? Yeah, one and a half, yeah. One and a half years there. So, the back end of that second contract, um, like, where are you at there? Obviously, in the back of your mind, you want to get a full-time, yeah. full-time gig. Uh, and I dealt with the dogs a lot. I know the, the guys at that time were pretty, they, they, they'd sort of tell you stories. Yeah. And they'd lead John. Yeah. What were they like? Sure. With, what were they like with you, Jimmy, and uh, Crush and Champs and them sort of blokes? Like, did they did they say, look, there's going to be a full time gig for you? Yeah. And then um, it just didn't happen. Or, or no, it was a bit weird. Like, like yeah, definitely, I was sort of coming to the back end of my twenties, and for me, it was like obviously moving away from home and being so far away, and that I just wanted to know where I stood. Sort yeah. of yep. I just wanted to know whether if I was getting re-signed if I wasn't, so I could focus on that. Yep. You know, as a young kid. Um, you know, it's 18, 19 and everyone's asking you, like your parents are asking what's going on. You just want to answer questions. So take that sort of pressure off yourself. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I waited for a while and then sort of season, and I was captain two of the 20s. Yeah, so I yeah, just yeah. wanted to know obviously where I stood yeah. and I didn't hear really anything for a while. 
sort of came to the end of the year and then I, they finally sort of didn't say really anything to me. Yeah. And then that's when me, my manager at the time said, well, um, you still got this, obviously, ace up your sleeve with going back to East to play cup. Yeah. And, um, obviously, it's pretty hard to go straight from 20s to NRL. So you're going to yeah. have to play cup at some stage. So for me, yeah. whether if it was at the Bulldogs or whatever, for me, I'd rather, if I was going to play cup, I'd rather play cup at home anyway. So, yep, yep. Um, so I came home then and um, obviously... That sort of did defeat me for a bit. I was a bit down thinking I thought I played a bit of pretty good footy in 20s yep. and um, and whatnot. But then I was pretty lucky, obviously, having having your old man, that person that sort of yep. come back to someone who still believes in you a fair bit. I think that was going to be my next question, mate. How were you mentally? Like, like you didn't fail, but you're obviously going down the dogs. You've played 20s. You were the captain. They had some high opinion high opinion of you. Your goal was to get a full-time gig. Yeah. How did you feel not getting that full-time gig? And, and how did you cope with it and, and kick on to East? Yeah, it's a good one. Um. Obviously, it hurts. Like when you're young too, you probably don't um, think about. It. Oh, you don't process it as much. Yeah. You take it a lot really personal. You think, oh, it's just you they don't like. Yeah. But as I slowly now, I think like at the time they had, um, I think they had Hodkinson, they had Reynolds, yeah. and they had thrown all this money at um, Moses Mumbai. Yeah. So for me, I was thinking, oh, you know, I, you know, I was just in a in a spot where they were throwing all their money at a young kid who was really good. Yeah. Um. So I I probably did take it a bit personal, but now I look back on it, it's not a, it's not really personal. It's just. They're just doing what they're. It's like it's, it's a business these days, as we all know. And um, yeah. But yeah, I did come back. I did kick stones for a bit. I was down. You know, you come back home. You think you've you've um you've disappointed everyone. You think you've failed, yep. like you said. But um, and then yeah, and then you sort of got dragged back up and played cup for me. That was pretty big too, because obviously yep. grew up in Brizzy watching cup. My yep. old man played cup and stuff, so um, playing cup for me was still a success. Hundred percent. I think with the cup now, because it's on TV every Sunday, people know who you are. So that was my my next thing I said to Freddie is get blokes on on your show who people know, yeah. who people see on a Sunday, like yourself and the, the blokes I mentioned, because kids are now watching that just as much as they are watching NRL. Yeah. I think they can probably relate to Queensland Cup players just as just as much as NRL players. I thought you'd be a good one for the lads that are 16 to 21. Yeah. I guess my next question, you go down to, um, obviously done the pre-season at Melbourne, yeah. and you've been involved in the pre-season with the, uh, the Bronx and played an NRL, uh, NRL, NRL trial at 25. You still want to play first grade? Oh, definitely, mate. Yep. That's 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 a dream. Obviously, from you know three, four years old when I first touched a footy, is yep. you want to play NRL. You know, I'm, I can't remember a, a time growing up from Friday to Sunday I didn't sit down on telly and watch every game of footy. Yeah, perfect. And for me, that's obviously a, it'd be a dream come true. Yep. Um, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know, I'm at the point now where it's like, as long as I'm giving it my best, I'm still training hard. I'm still trying to play consistent footy. Yep. You know, it's up to everyone else now. Yep. You know, I'm putting everything I can out there, and if if it's good enough, it's good enough. If it's not, it's not. At least I know that I. You know, he didn't had a red old crack. Yeah, for sure. So, um, guy, just sorry to cut you off, right? Um, guy, with that Melbourne preseason, is there anything that compares with that to like the kind of mental, physical, like? Uh, um, nah, nah, definitely not. Um, it's a question that obviously anyone that goes down to Melbourne, everyone asks that because it's so stereotyped of the hardest training. And but yeah, I can definitely confirm it's probably the hardest thing I've ever gone through. Yeah, um, we were there yeah. for about I think it was five weeks. I think it was maybe borderline five six weeks, and um, and just the whole. I remember my first wrestle session like yesterday. I remember my first con session, like even the skill sessions. Like the skill session was by far the hardest thing that you did. Like everything was just at full pace. Everything was just so crazy. Like off consider myself so skillful and then I got down there and I'm seeing these you know 110 kilo front rowers throwing 20 meter cut out well I'm just blown away like oh, yeah. just the the standard they hold himself obviously through Craig Bellamy and and whatnot and then obviously finished with the camp and yeah. that's just like 
I still to this day, I, everything everything I do that gets hard at training in footy, I just compare to that camp. You know? And nothing like it, so it makes everything an easy road oh, compared to that. For sure, nothing shed. nothing to me is compared to that yet. Like you get tough sessions, obviously on a, on a th- Tuesday Thursday night, getting put through con or whatever, and I'm just sitting there going like, this is piss. nothing. This is nothing. Like I've done this for three days straight on the last day, you know, fighting blokes wrestling and like, yeah. this is nothing. You know what I mean? I'm standing by like, you stand by a tree and hold a a pole for nine hours, six, seven hours, whatever it is, by yourself in the dark after two days, no sleep. Like, you're hallucinating, seeing shit. Like, yeah. a couple hundred meter sprints ain't going to hurt me. That sounds like Dane on a bender. That's a <laughs> that, um, with, with that wrestle, does it, it, do you appreciate the wrestle in the game because of the style that they do down in Melbourne? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, um, yeah, being sort of a half, sort of outside back, you don't really, never sort of consider myself a massive defender let alone a wrestler so i didn't really know too much of it and then obviously you know fucking learn pretty quick when you get down to first wrestle session against nelson they don't give a shit your size or anything you, you're wrestling everyone so um there's a reason why they're obviously so consistent and you know always on top and always in the top four every year and it just comes down to their hard work and the little one percenters that they do every week who was the standouts like when you were there like you thought this is fucking tough but there were some blokes who Make it look, make it look easy. Yeah, I, I remember, I remember asking Gerald who were the standout blokes. He said in Origin camp, like he said, blokes like Lockyer, Smith, and Slater. He said he was real fit, but he reckons they were like that next level where you'd be doing a conditioning thing and they could be jogging along talking. Yeah. and he's fucking busting his ass ahead of everybody else, thinking, "You yeah. fuckers, how is this?" Hundred percent. Yeah, um, those two blokes definitely come to mind. And one was um, Curtis Scott at the time. Oh, and if anyone knows Curtis, he's just he's got rocks in his head. Like this kid just doesn't even think he's that tough. He's just mental. Mm-hmm. So I remember one session, um, we did like a massive wrestle session, massive con session. We're finishing with skills and they'll finish him with like a game. And like we're all just like everyone was out on their feet, just hurting. And he's made a break and it's a hundred meter sprint and everyone has to chase. And he had the ball and he was spewing like dead sets of power spewing as he's running away from everyone. He just would not stop. He just kept running, spewing as he's running. <laughs> I'm sitting there going like, fuck, this is next level. And then um, easily the best person I've ever trained with seeing train was Billy Slater and that was his um, first preseason back from his shoulder after oh, a couple yeah. of years out when of his shoulder when a lot of people said he was gone yeah everyone, and that's mm. like something I thought too I was like obviously like he's been out for a couple of years he's going to be behind the pace mm. and and whatnot and I've just never seen someone just consistently just that goes back so to um, quick like it goes con. back to last week. We spoke about Billy Slater going into those competitions back in the early 2000s where they did the, the, the fittest, ath- the fittest yeah, athlete, athlete, the, the yeah, Rex yeah. owners. Yeah, yeah. And Billy Slater just dominated that sort of shit. You see, obviously, as Guy said, you, he comes back from... It wasn't even just one season. It was the, He had almost two full seasons yeah. off footy from a shoulder injury and comes back and just dominates an, an NRL quality preseason and the toughest quality preseason that, that we've known. And... For for God to say they go down there and see that Billy Slater is the best trainer I've ever seen, and that's after two years on the on the pine. It's yeah. pretty. Oh, that was so. like, that was probably easily that my footy career the best opportunity I've had. Just seeing how he went about things, like yeah. he was just crazy. Like, I remember just even skill sessions and stuff. We'll all be out on our feet, and then we'll go into an pose. And no joke, he'll just come up here with numbers, and, and even in defence, like he's just so vocal and loud. Yeah. You can hear him. Like it just makes it so easy. I've never seen someone sort of have an impact on a session. I'm sure that's how um, that's how the under 16s feel when they say you play Freddy, I think. <laughs> Most of them are bigger than him. They're just not as pep tied it up. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I also talked to the boys. So you, you've done that Melbourne preseason. Yeah. I uh, spent time at East uh, Falcons and and even South now. Yeah. What's it like when you you train um, you, you train with the squad Monday Wednesday, but then you get all your allocated players back? 
Mm. How's that? How much um, distraction is that on the on the team? Yeah. Having six or seven guys well, at Sunny Coast, probably eight or nine yeah. flying, but at South maybe three or four come in that haven't trained with you all week. What's yeah. that like? Yeah, it is hard for a player that's um, obviously there full time like at South or at the Falcons full time. You know, yeah. you train week to week. You, you build combinations. You build all this stuff, and you have a big preseason together. And then you obviously you get these players come back. Um, and as you look at it two ways. There's two ways. There's a way of looking at it is where it's sort of unfair. You know, you yeah. put all the hard work in. You think you deserve the shot. And there's another way you look at it. If you're a player that's going to play, it's well, we're getting the best of the best back. Hundred you know? percent. Yeah. And if you look at it from a from a point where you know, you want to win games, yeah. and and that's the way that sort of I look at it is you want the best team on the field. Yeah. Whether it's ten from NRL or two from NRL, like I want my the best players around me to play. Yeah. And I mean, and I look at as a coach, I think it'd be hard yeah. more than anything. Mm. And you, and I remember you know Triggs had a few tough conversations with more down there. And I, JB still had JB had a tough conversation with me this year. Um, well, mate, we got, I went from playing five eight, yeah, captain five eight, and we get Tommy Deedon back with well, Desi, and I had to play fullback. And that was going to be yeah. my next question. You've got, but I actually picked you guys. Said the right, he'd be a top two or three side this year. I just thought your yeah, yeah. key position players were just spot on. But you've got you got Nichols, who I reckon is the best second tier half in the game. Very great, great, and, and he can still be there for the next five up. years. Like, yeah. Mine's like a Shane Perry or a Brad yeah, Davis. He just a, plays in a yeah. Oh, I just play, and he's just, just got controls so much the game time. too. Yeah, he looks like just, he just looks like he has all yeah. day, and just as with the experience he brings too, it looks yeah. like he can bring any side to life just with experience, time, and just even when he's got a, like a crop full of young blokes, he looks like he can just bring everyone into the well, game. I, I just noticed just, just one game or yeah. one and a bit games with him. You just. It's made it so much easier for me. So for me, I was organising everything the last couple yeah. of years, or trying to run everything. And then he just did just let you do your thing. All I had to worry thing, about yeah. was just running the footy yeah. or looking up and finding numbers. Like that was exactly just the best right. part about it. We did that for sixty-five minutes in yeah. round one, and then we sort of fell away. The second part of that is, I know you got Tommy Dearden. Who's the other young? Tessie. Tessie. No, no. And the hooker is it Pakes? Oh, Corey Pakes. Corey yeah. Pakes. He's unbelievable. So, so, well, so these guys can play. Like, don't get me wrong, but <clears throat> I think picking the best CR seventeen. I don't necessarily see them two guys in your best South 17. Like, right now, that's just my opinion. Obviously, Tom Dearden and Corey Pace are going to play a lot of NRL, but I don't think they're in your best South 17. That's yeah. just my opinion. Yeah. And I think that's going to hurt you guys going forward. Because I think if you've got yourself and Darren Nichols in the halves, is Cherrington still there? No, nah, he's, he's left. No, he's that's the problem, I think. I think I'm not Jimmy, sure he but went, he might have went overseas, I think, but got bounced, so he might be in Sydney. Well, I just something. feel like if you've got your best... <sighs> Uh, it's tough. Yeah, and I know, like, for like for the Bronx, obviously they put a lot of money into South and things yeah. like that, and that comes into, you know, they want to obviously, this is a sort of apprenticeship for these young fellas to yeah. play, and they, if they want to play long term NRL, yeah, this is their first, first stepping stone, obviously, to play against men and yeah. play consistently against men. So in that sense, I, I know where where South and JB and the boys they have to play them. They and, have to play them, and, yeah. and the money they're on to play at the Bronx, you know, yeah, they they can't yeah. be playing BRL, they can't be sitting week to week watching. But see, so you look at clubs like Wynnum who probably don't take as much from the Broncos, yeah. they run their own side and just get a couple guys on top. Yeah. Yeah. Where South obviously getting more handouts from the Broncos, yeah. they're getting more kids and they've got to play them in the spots at the Broncos. Same as the Falcons. East is a bit different now. East sort of run their own show. Yeah. Where they, the Falcons are... Leeds club, but... Yeah, 100% it's money. You know, financially, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they got the money to, to, to yeah. toss up individual players. And that with South, we, we depend on, at the moment, I know we, we, we depend a lot on players that just want to play for South or players yeah. that want an opportunity. Yep. And and then that's why we're, we're probably um, happy to take the young yep. Bronco players that are coming our way. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously we can't really compete too much with teams like, um, you know, East and, and Redcliffe and them because they're yeah. the least club and the money they financially bring in. 
they're know, probably nearly financially richer than NRL clubs. I know, sorry, I know Wrighty's about to bust both of his nuts to ask a couple of questions, but before he blows his load, um, with uh, come after the conversation you had with Rankin, um, Kenny, yeah. in an ideal world, are you playing at South where you want to be playing, or would you prefer to be at your fullback or at your nine or your? Well, um, it's hard. Like I'll, everyone always sort of with me, sort of tells me maybe I'm more of a fullback. So uh, like sort of don't have to depend too much on controlling things and I can just play footy. But I sort of love playing 5-8 just because I get more footy and I get the ball when I want it rather than, as you know, these days fullbacks are at the back of plays and you wait to get involved. And for me, like oh, I'm never going to be a player that sort of can sit back and watch the game. I'm, I want to be in the game sort of thing. So for me, it's like I might, I'll play where I have to play every week. Like I just want to play footy. But at the same time, if I'm playing fullback, I'll probably get on get on – people's nerves because I'm going to come in now the game when I want anyway because yeah. that's just how I play so I think JB expected that too and he knows that too so if he's playing me at one I want to be coming in and out so per- preferably I'll play, rather play six but yep. it's up to the, obviously the coaches I noticed last year watching you you sort of had a lot of those older boys like Fenson and that always dug in but a few of those other Broncos blokes I thought they were just rolling up collecting their money mm. you know what I mean like the that yeah, day that question. you played Sunny Coast and they were at their peak of their powers and were and flogged you, and I felt sorry for the coach because he was the, the residence coach and yeah. he had uh, he had a name down, at half time, you know, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. You were down a yeah, they'd picked the residence side. He's down by thirty six four or something at half time, and he's had to go over and talk about how good his residence side was mm. when he should be in the shed talking about just ripping saving, yeah, yeah, saving some face, and this is embarrassing. Some of those blokes, it wasn't just, you know, the South boys. It was the Broncos blokes. Yeah. So some blokes didn't really have much of a crack. Or when the game got out of control, I remember Bellamy used to have this saying, everyone's having a go when we're winning by 30. I want to see the blokes having a go when we're losing by 30. And those blokes then, they're playing to put pressure on the guys in front of them at the Bronx. You're not gonna. You may not be gonna win, but here's your perfect opportunity. Tear in the second half and yeah. get and get some good feedback to mm. that coaching yeah. staff. Um, I, I think there's like obviously players know whether they're wanted or not wanted, but whether they they know their opportunity is gonna come. Yep. And uh, a few of the players I think in our team last year, um, they knew they were on the outer at the Broncos. Yeah. You like, no matter how like good say they Fenson. Yeah, Fenno. Because um, he, got your, he well, got your best forward, didn't he? Fenno, yeah. Yeah. And he's he, having a run around in camp. He was towards the back end of I think his he career. Was, anyway. um, same as Tagatiz. Yeah, sort of they are They're sort of always towards the back end of their career. Well, anyway. For instance, I'm saying like a player like a, like a Paddy Mago. Yeah, yeah Mago. Yeah, for me, um, now, was capable of doing a lot, now? you know what I mean? But he just, yeah. he came back. And to me, I think he knew he might have been on the outer. He knew he wasn't going to get re-signed. He knew no matter how good he played... Some someone was in front of him, sort of thing. You know what I mean? I, I agree with that hundred percent. Like I thought he was pretty average, but he's troll game in the charity shield. Yeah. Yeah, he's not know. the best player on the field when he yeah. came on. Yeah, and he turned he, the as whole game. As soon as he right went now. to Seas, like the, when I watched it, when I watched him at the start of the year at Seas, it was unbelievable. Yeah. And then you look at all look at all the um, the score sheets on him from the start of the year. All yeah. the wraps on him are you'll huge. Up, and then you see him from last be, year, he couldn't get a run for the Broncos. You'd be surprised, yeah. obviously, with a player what what it does to him having a coach that believes in him. But yeah, yeah. he goes yeah. he True. goes down there, obviously, from here. I'm not saying Steve didn't believe in him, but like yeah. Yeah. he might have. Obviously, there's a lot of good players at the Broncos yeah. at the moment, young exactly kids. Right. Then he goes to a side with Wayne Bennett, who Wayne Bennett likes aggression, likes yeah. his tough nutty forwards. He goes, you know what, I like you. I believe in you. Can you come give me a exactly. best? Exactly. And it'd be hard, break, just, It'd be hard for him to break and side with a lot of young talent and then obviously Wayne Bennett knows him as a bloke knows him as a player going down to a side who's got a lot of retiring forwards you've just yep. lost Sutton you've just lost 
um, Burgess. Burgess. You need you need young tough forwards. Someone, you, especially losing Burgess, you need someone who's going to come in and enforce the game for you. Yeah. May goes sort of that perfect sort of fit. So if if Bennett looks at you and thinks, mate, you, you're my goer, yeah. you you pump your own tyres up a bit sure. and you get back into the game. So that great point. He might have been that might have been the yeah. stepping stone to put just him little, towards playing that good in those trials, like which is what we all seen. Jaden Jaden Sewell's perfect example. Oh yeah, he wasn't, exactly it was, right. I couldn't believe he was the same bloke who was carving on that edge in the NRL the year it's before. It's the same as uh, Corey Allen too. He was with us and yeah, I would Corey say Allen. he was struggling, but he didn't. Not doing me, what he was doing at South. In like, and then he went down to South and was scoring tries off, off scrums and things. I'm thinking like little things like that. Just just being in the right place at the right time. Opportunities yeah. come your way. You know, ha- you're happy mentally, physically. Coach believes in you. Like you just obviously do. There's a lot of it too. Opportunity too is a lot yeah. of it. I agree. You say that about Curtis Scott in that preseason. He was the one the Sharks let get away. Like he was a Sharks junior, yeah. and he was not getting in any trouble with the law, but he was just playing up with his mates. And his parents not thought yet. he needed to leave not Sydney, yeah. and it was there all the cows. Would he have been as good if he had stayed at Cronulla? Like yeah. you know, like would he have been as good with Flanagan as his coach, who's a good coach, some blokes love. Where you go down there and he just bought into everything Melbourne yeah. want to do. Yeah. And mm. he wouldn't be that far off being New South Wales centre if he has a consistent year at the Raiders. Yeah, exactly right. But you also got to think that's great point too. You think about a young bloke coming through, he might be that exceptional at what he does. But then you think to make that extra step into the NRL system, is he that good, or is it just the system he's in? Like a bloke like Curtis Scott, he could have been that good at Cronulla. But could he have been NRL good if he didn't go to Melbourne? Yes. Like if, if, if yeah. he didn't have that Melbourne pre, if, like if he didn't work, on. if he didn't so work that hard at yeah. Melbourne. So many. Look at Dane Nilsson. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Played, played Origin, yeah. leaves to go to Warriors, and yeah. ends up playing in Mackay. Exactly. Frizzles out. You know, like, like even blokes like Adam Blair and yeah. Seeker Manu and like great footballers. Tohu Harris. Exactly. Great footballers. It, look at anyone who leaves uh. Melbourne, bro. Anyone who leaves Melbourne. Roddy. There's massive question marks over there, no. I remember for me, I remember the five weeks I did in Melbourne, just spending day-to-day working on your footy. I remember that was, that was probably the best year I've had footy-wise. Yeah. Individually, was that, that year after because the pre-season. Yeah, definitely comes down. I think I just, how hard I worked there. Yeah. Um, your body would be that conditioned, but Yeah, for that. sure. Yeah, exactly. And just physically, just mentally too. I, just, mm. I was so, so keen to play footy. I was just so into footy. And then coming back to, this, to the, the Falks where they were in the sort of the same boat. Obviously, you know, your old man just yeah. loves and breeds footy. It was just all about footy, and I, I just thrived that year. I think just, just historically, but anyone who anyone who does anyone who's in the Melbourne system and comes out of it, like a lot of a lot of clubs, obviously look at Melbourne forwards and think, "Wow, we need that in our system." Like obviously, yeah. the Titans have picked up Kevin Proctor on a big contract, thinking he yeah. was he, uh, when they bought Kevin Proctor, he was it's one of the best. He, he was a he was a yeah. Kiwi, he was a Kiwi back rower. He was one of the best going around, and they he came to New Zealand and frizzled out. Um, Joe Stimson's just gone to the Bulldogs. Not saying he hasn't done anything, but he hasn't played not, one game. Yeah, exactly. He's got not, a not Rico. yet. Not same yet. as same as Tohu exactly. Harris. Exactly. Yeah, Tohu Harris. Harris yeah. yeah, he's he's left. He's he's gone a ride yeah, at the Warriors. Much, yeah. But like a lot of the blokes that come from Melbourne frizzle out a bit, mm. which means obviously you can see how much Melbourne emphasise on conditioning and yeah. em- emphasise every bullet point. There's no no stern. No in stern saying that, it'd be pretty in hard saying that, too. Yeah. exactly right. Look what you got, Croft. When Croft would struggle in games, Smith would jump out to first receiver and Cross would go to dummy half and pass him the ball. Smith will take command of the game. Now Croft comes up, it's the same thing. Um, Seabold seems like he's got heaps of confidence in him and he's taking command. Or those sort of thing. Melbourne, I reckon Melbourne fucked up. The two comps they lost, 
was when they pushed Hughes back to f- halfback. Yeah, he can't and pass. And took Croft out. Like as, see, it was a thing. Man, they, they were sitting on top of the ladder and they round 23 or something and, mm. and he got dropped. Like, like, like I, that, yeah, it doesn't make, like for it, me, like you don't was, change your team that late, especially if you're on top. But like, your honest opinion, is that the coach's decision or is that influence from a, a leading, uh, you know, big, big I'm player? I'm not sure. I think, I think, Oh, for me, for me, Husey, Husey has to fit your footy team up because yeah. Husey for me is one of probably the best players I've played with. Like yeah, I've yeah. seen him change games on, like he's one of the, honestly the best players I've played well, with. And and at the we'll time, see more of him. Hughes was a better footballer than all around footballer than Croft. But, but, but Croft, I wouldn't have played him in half. But Croft was a better half. Especially, you know what I mean, like it was weird. What you said is right, especially with a, a five eight who's a natural fullback as well. Yeah, money, money was playing like, five eight. They're both runners. Like and then in saying that, they probably that probably. Like you said, it could have been influenced by the fact that now that Cameron Smith knew that he controlled the whole game. Yeah, there was yeah. no half that was going to call the ball. I, I, I still reckon. I know what Crofty's like. Crofty is like he will, he want the ball. He want yeah. he's a controlling half. He's going to tell you yeah. what to do, what you what to do. I think Cameron Smith loved doing that to everyone. I probably yeah. does like doing that to everyone, and obviously he's done it so well for so long. When they had Harry Grant at the club, a lot of a lot of people laughed at me, but for me, I would have played Smith at halfback because I reckon you get the two best young nines. I got the three best hookers in the comp, all at Melbourne. Is yeah. that Brandon Smith, mate? Oh, when he oh, plays for the Kiwis, oh, like he's he's outstanding. Yeah, I honestly reckon he could probably be the best lock in the comp too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but they got Fanukin. Yeah, someone sent, sent me something. Fanukin's played in five grand finals yeah, in did. the last seven years. He like, did. You're a bulldog fan. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they let him go. Oh. Like, wow, man. But, that, that, but that was that. That was that management around the time then. Crusher, oh. yeah, uh, Jimmy Whitney. Like, God, no, that first hand. They were just. They were really. Big on bike, like re-signing Cassiano Eastwood, like big body blokes, and yeah. they let they put a lot of their emphasis in to win that one year. I think, to be yeah. honest, yep. And and he's an example of what Dame was saying. Big Cassiano, great for the dogs. Goes to Melbourne, doesn't quite fit in. It's not for everybody. No, like George Rose. Rose is never going to be the fittest bloke, and he was playing good footy at Manly. Yeah. Going to a place where you had to be super yeah. conditioned, and he probably played like eight games for him, which is eight games more than anybody in this room but then he goes to the Dragons and played nearly the whole se- his season there probably yeah. <laughs> I was just hoping Guy had played one there because I, yeah, I knew the rest of, knew the rest I, of us hadn't. I was like guys like talk for yourself motherfucker yeah, kick me while well I'm down um, <laughs> Guy with uh, um, well I've got the mic but uh, going off a question that Triggs sent um, was saying that he sees you like a Cody Walker that has the ability to play NRL later like get that debut later um, Cody got one earlier though, didn't he? And then no, no, he's the debut till twenty six. Yeah. yeah, he was due but, to debut in fourteen. Yeah, but he did his hammy. Oh, okay, and he they were playing manly on yeah. a Saturday night. And he was saying you more like you're very X factor style player. You know, you're going to break a game apart. Do you see yourself as that more than the that you'd rather be with a half that takes control and then you can kind of do your shit on that on the side of that? Um, yeah, yeah. Like like I said before, I think for me it's like. Um, I think I actually am like getting better as I get older. Like I, a lot of people hit their prime, you know, 21, 22. So like obviously young fellas and they don't really obviously get any better. They don't sort of... Um, They've peaked, haven't they? Yeah. And, yeah. and you see that a lot. Like players that, that, that everyone has wraps on comes through and they, and like um, they only play a couple of games in a row. They might play a handful, 10 games in a row and then they don't really do anything. Like I don't like mentioning names or anything, but look at someone like an Ashley Taylor. No, the, yeah. Like Ashley players Taylor. like Ashley Taylor. You look at him, Kane Elgin, these players that everyone was frothing player Bo of the Henry. year. 
they come, yeah, they come so on, and they and, yeah. and then they're like, oh, well, why aren't they freaks anymore? It's like, well, some players just, yeah. but this just, is, just naturally they don't get any better. They're the best the they're going to get. The problem with um a lot of blokes that come into the NRL early, as you look at the reason they that they've raised the age of the de- like your debut age for the NRL to eighteen is because we've had blokes in the past debut at sixteen, seventeen, yeah, and then mm. just. Drizzle out or Jordan die. Rankin story. Yeah, Jordan Rankin yeah. debuted at sixteen years old, and they tell you, you you're in, and he goes to school for three classes before um yeah. he before was a great the school teacher said, exactly. oh, mate, then, go home. You shouldn't be and exactly." Said, and I looked it up. He didn't play for two years. Hey, eh? two years till he got another. Till yeah. got another. When you get told game. that at a young age, or even 21, 22, and everyone's frothing, you, know, you do. You get that you, you lose that you bit fit, of hunger because you think exactly. like you know what I mean. I've made it, and you feel, you feel like your cock's made a stone, and you feel yeah. like yeah. You, you've made it, and you, you you're true, a hero yeah. from now on. Like you, you don't need to worry about shit. This <laughs> happened with Freddy. He came off the World Cup success. <laughs> off the World Cup. Anyway, so we come to Mitchie, and everyone kept saying, you know, you know that guy from the World Cup, and I go, oh yeah. Was it off the, the first World Cup or the second? The oh. first one when you. Uh, the, well, He's right, the well, first one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, literally. No one was signing any of you after that second one, brother. All right, you're lucky that Mitchie take anybody, okay, after the second one. After you you had your 15 minutes of fame, you played against, you you know, had that duel with, with uh, Hayne. Everything was good, then you rolled up to Mitchie. I think I won that duel, yes. And I think so too. People were going, are you sure that's the guy, righty? I went, yeah, that's the guy, the World Cup. And they're going, no, seriously, I saw him play on the weekend. Like you know, you were you looked slimmer then. You had a different hairstyle. Yeah, I wasn't had, pushing needles then, you, bro. I didn't want to say that, but we've gone down that track, haven't we? Then? Oi, but I was I was going to jump. Thanks for burning me. But I was I was going to jump back, even with Kieber and that. Like I go down and watch those fucking year twelve boys. Oh. There's no way I'm getting in those sides. No. Yeah, like no. and, and you and so what? Like with that. Was it kind of setting you up mentally? You you knew from that stage, you're like, ah, oh, fuck, this is the level that, and I got to just keep going from oh, that. Oh, for those sure. Schools I think that's hundred so... percent where I got my um, my training from. Um, anyway, obviously they they've smashed that into me from grade eight nine was um, obviously how hard we trained there was just ridiculous. And I, I like other than Melbourne, I reckon Kiber trained harder than anywhere I've ever been. Did you play with Lamar? Yeah, yeah Lamar was my age. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I used to yeah. work with his dad. Yeah, good lad, Lamar. Every time running, hey brother, how are you? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, he was in, he was in my game, but yeah, just the, the way like we trained crazy there. Like I don't think couldn't even, wouldn't even compare to you know, cup training. You know what I mean? They just they just bash you. But um, how many lads play or played NRL or were New South Wales a Q Cup from that side? From your side, like my side, yourself, you Lamar's play, played. He he made a debut. He, um, Lamar debuted. Um, Deloise Hoiter. Oh, um, him now. He debuted, but with the Tigers. Marion Savvy. Maz, yeah, Maz is. He's a he's a freak. You mentioned Dela. He's a funny one. So <clears throat> I watched him play at Residence. Yeah. He had no manager at the time. I said, "Mate, I reckon you're playing real." So I was helping him out for a while. Yeah. So I got him within two weeks. Got him a eighteen month contract with the Warriors. Yeah. <clears throat> Tell us. Decent money. Yeah. He's like. No, nah, I don't want to go back to New Zealand. I was like, oh, right, no worries. <clears throat> End of the year, got him a two-year contract with the Bunnies. About 85, 90 grand. Decent money. So like, oh, I don't want to move to Sydney. I said, all right, bloke, he's <laughs> becoming hard work here. Yeah. And no, no, seriously, the night he goes, Broncos or the Titans. Titans wouldn't sign him. Titans said, we'll give you a, a full 16-week prison. So most preseasons, as you know, are probably eight weeks. Give him the full 16 weeks at 1000 bucks a week. Oh, you know, and, and, but he had to go Andy. back to Tweed. Yeah. Anyway, so he, he, he goes, "Fuck! I, I don't want to travel from Ormo to to the Gold Coast." <clears throat> he goes, minutes, "He goes, I want a contract with the Broncos." 
I said, mate, you're fucking hundreds. So I just said, bro, I'm done. Like, like he told me he wanted to play in a role again, but like he could play in a role. He oh, could play footy, but capable of just, capable of easily playing in a role. Like but but you knock back three contracts there. That's like you don't like yeah. you don't do stuff like that. No, like, there's blokes like me like who would kill, 100%. would kill for bloody sixteen like one week with an NRL team, let alone sixteen. Like you, you don't deserve another shot if you're going to turn stuff like that. Dude. Got two for you. <clears throat> you're saying you develop de- uh, developing later. Is that because you played a lot of touch footy? You think? I haven't actually played too much touch footy. Oh, you haven't? Yeah, oh, good no, story. Funny. Good, good <coughs> question. No, no, no. no. no, no I was always no, told. No, no, no. Everyone, <laughs> everyone says like even yeah. like when I play on um, obviously on, t- on telly, they they always bring it up. Mm. Obviously, Keeper's known for touch, but mm. I never like really played any touch. I've probably played one little school comp. But other than that, I've never really. I honestly grew up just froth and Benji Marshall. Yeah, well, yeah. Froth and Benji Marshall. Yeah, and he yeah. was known for everything he done everything yeah, yeah, yeah. so I was always oh, trying to everyone for us Benji last year don't that was my yeah that was my era the, the second one of that you know for any viewers or young fellas coming through do you sit down at the start of the year and um and write some goals out whether it's to win a comp play a residence get a pre-season look do you actually sit down and physically write that down as, an, ex- as an extension to Kimmy's question not even just team goals like personal goals like obviously you, your goal is obviously to win the premiership but like team goals is to make may, maybe it's to make the Brisbane side or maybe it's to make uh, like the residence rep side yeah. but do you personally write down own goals maybe, maybe I want to do I want to I, I want to I want to score six tries this year or I want to I want to bring my side into the game more or anything like that yeah yeah for, I got a, um, a big whiteboard that I got in my room which I have it in front of me every day and um, I always that start. I wouldn't say start of the year, but usually start of preseason. I put down what my goals are for my preseason. Yep. Um, and my, my usually first one is always put putting on weight because yep. everyone always obviously has a crack, and you'd probably know a bit about it. Like everyone always has a crack about your size and something I really can't control too much because I've tried everything yep. illegally. You know, like I've tried everything. I've proteins of yeah. weights everything if you need to walk the illegal track i'm got a contact for you're you you're in the he's perfect, nearby. In the perfect room for that another buddy. one is exactly like that's paddy templeman yeah, yeah i know paddy had that Temple full that eight. full-time year at the dogs the, when they play the grand final 2014 but he just can't put weight on yeah yeah well i'm the same i, I must be i'm not sure what it is obviously my mum's side or something but um yeah just i've been legit the same weight now for probably four or five years and i've Gone, I'm eating, I could eat anything, like honestly anything. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll go back to training within one week. I'll be back to the same fitness, same weight. Like it's just, yep. I just can't change. I've tried everything, but can't can't really do much. Mate, you got any European or uh, UK heritage? Oh, I've no? tried, trust me, to get nothing? over the soup league, get, do something, just try and you, make some more money. You got nothing? <laughs> nah, nothing, nah, nothing. nothing. Just, yeah, a, right. just a, just a And do you food. notice the weight out on the field, guy? Um, yeah, yeah. I reckon if I even put on two or three kilos, I feel... I just feel slower, and it's something yeah. I always like being real quick, trying to be the quickest. So, yeah, one so. of one of the things I kind of heard, and I liked me, like how you said, like with me, I, I struggled big time to put on weight. Um, was everyone's the same weight when we're fucked out on the field? You know, like yeah. everyone comes down to the same weight, yeah. and like obviously your cardio gets you yeah. through that to a point where, oh, when those bigger cunts are fucking starting to settle down, then we're the same weight because I'm gonna flip you yeah, and yeah. shit like that. But like that's not what a person trying to sign you looks at. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Per person, yeah. like if I walk into a room, and they're thinking about signing me, and they're like, I walk walk in at 78, 79 kilos, and they're yeah. like, oh, he's too small. Like they don't probably give a shit at that point how good you've gone the last 10 minutes of the last round. You know what I mean? They, yeah. they look at you, you physically with, and, and stuff like that. So with, with that, though, that was probably like 10 years ago. Times are changing now because clubs used to try and sign you as a 10-year player. Yeah. Now clubs only want you for one year and they'll spit you back out. Yeah. So I think, um, look, Corey Thompson's a good example. So he was playing... Um, I watched a good thing on him the other day, actually. Yeah. About how... Crown Sports Management. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he, was playing, he was playing pub footy with, uh, with me brother. 
They yeah. played in the Brisbane under twenty pub footy ref yeah. side. Man, my mum's boyfriend Scotty was his coach, and he he hey, speak. Macrovat. Yeah, Scott, Scotty Mather was his coach. He's yeah, my mum's boyfriend. He got massive. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like Scotty, do you? <laughs> got massive raps on yeah. on, on Corey for that. He goes, yeah, yeah. Same same story you were telling. He goes, yeah, yeah. massive raps on. And what he was just. Your last night oh, yeah. oh, you've opened You're the door. You're an absolute <laughs> hero. How about I don't give you this but lock like, again? Well, he, you. He'd fuck be no heavier than you. Like you'd only yeah. be 80, no, yeah, 84, exactly. 85 kilo. He, I got down to um, the dogs. I think it was a year after. Obviously, I think I think Triggs or someone got him down there as well. Yeah, I took him down there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I went down there the year after. He went there twenty thirteen. I, I met him then, and I thought the yeah. same thing. Like he's not a big bloke, but no. I rate him just a goer, bro. Yeah. Just a competitor. Right? Has a crack at everything. Yeah. Obviously, he's having. Who did you have in your twenty side that were you know played like decent second tier footy yeah. in that? Um, our captain, my first year was um, Adam Elliott. Yeah, he goes. He's, oh, he, I think. He, he, Start yeah. of his season was actually looking really good, I thought. And Dean Pay absolutely frothed Adam Elliott. Like, oh, mate, you oh, can yeah, tell yeah. Dean Pay thinks Adam Elliott. If you meet him, if you train with him, like you'll re- you'll know why. I, I've seen him do it. He do, he's oh, done yeah, yeah. yeah, he's My done first it. year. He's My a legend, year, I was a bit young. He he's up playing with me brother now. Yeah, yeah, I see him. Jack the Rack, they call him. Yeah. Yeah. Adam Elliott's done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Adam Elliott's <laughs> <laughs> Elliot done a few interviews with YKTR, and I've watched a few of them, and he's done a couple with um, Dead and Camp on Bloke in a Bar, and um, you just look at him and you think, like, from, from the perspective I had of Adam Elliott beforehand, before hearing him ever talk or see or ever seeing him in, like, in like a public standpoint, from just watching him play footy, I always liked him as a footballer. I thought he was a goer. And he was fucking, he's always been very aggressive in 100%. Yeah. And then you see, you hear him talk about himself playing footy and that, and then you watch him again, you, you see him in a different light. And he definitely is a goer. And after seeing him play um, Sydney Country um, in 2019, I think it was, he fucking come out and threw both fucking cans at the Sydney Country. Yeah. And he, he's definitely a footballer. And yeah. the, the Bulldogs have definitely looked at, Keeping something, and for Dean Pay to keep him in his side over Reese Martin, that's that's definitely yeah, he's, um, definitely big props to, to um Adam. He's a goal, yeah, he's definitely yeah. a goal, and he's just real loud. Like he yeah. just and he's just he's he one like of those blokes you walk into a room, yeah. and he just his energy is just it's crazy, it's unreal. So he, yeah, he was one of them. I don't know who else really kicked who on. Who coaches? Um, Scott Murray. Oh, Scott Murray. He's yep. assistant coach, I think, at Redcliffe now. Yeah, he's running the program, school program already. Yeah, 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 yeah. Scotty Murray. Um, um, and Brad, Brad Henderson. He, Hendo, um, yep, yeah, yep, yep. He was, was at Falcons before I got there. Hendo's, I think he's still there, isn't he? he I think he does New South Wales. Yeah, yeah. Like, Hendo oh, coached real me in Fox. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a legend. Legend. Did he have you in Fox, did he? Yeah, had me in Fox. He'd be yeah. in top five yeah. best yeah. blokes I had, like, met in footy. Just, he's uh, just the yeah, funniest. Yeah. And and just, like, tell you everything to your face. And then yeah, he, no was, he was at Fox when we were playing, the we- like, Paul Stanley's West Boys. Like, yeah. But, um... Uh, what the fuck was I grabbing this mic for? Um, there was something about... Oh, yeah. what We've been asking this lately. We asked Julia. She kind of dodged it. But your best coach that you've had and your worst oh, coach. He loves it. <laughs> he loves it. Everyone's he, oh, no yeah. one's answered the Great worst. Coach. So don't that's, feel bad if you're not throwing anyone under a bus. Oh, anyone who knows me knows I tell it out. He's like, fuck off. Oh, this is good. You <laughs> can come back every second week, bro. Are you going with a set of balls on? Let's go. I don't know about the worst. Like, oh, there it is. I'm actually trying to think. No. I'm trying to think who the worst coaches I've ever had. Like, best coach I've ever had was easily Triggs. Uh, personally, like obviously I got along with him really well. Um, footy wise, I've probably never learnt more of someone in the year I had with him um, or year and a bit I had with him. Um, footy wise, I think it was the most I've learnt. Probably the most I've progressed through my footy in um, one full year with him. Um, probably the worst. Fuck it. I'll probably be. Um, <laughs> was, it wouldn't be the worst per- coach or person or coach. Probably just one I didn't really was Scott Stipple at East. I didn't 
I didn't really see eye to eye with him. And I've never met the bloke, but I know a few blokes who used to play against him as kids and that. That's there aren't a lot right. of. There's not uh, a lot. Yeah, like you were there with me that year, weren't you? That's simple was there, but I, I didn't play that year. But I, I didn't like. I didn't like. I don't not like him. Like I got along with him yeah. a little bit, but we no, last was a bit of a lie. We didn't really see eye to eye. But Christ, but I don't. I don't know. But at that age too, I thought I was fucking. Red hot. I thought it was the best thing going around. Everyone, he was probably looking at me like... Ten foot tall yeah. Calls, they won, he won a couple of Fogs titles and he had gun side. And a bloke said to me once on the, when I ran into him at the races... You go to the races, right? He goes, uh, yeah, I don't mind a drink here and there. I'm a bit of punt. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. I got a lot of mates How'd you go to Wagga today? <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it wasn't much at Wagga. This bloke who is now a current Queensland Cup coach said to me... That Roscoe, who, who is was it? big manager, it? he said is it? he said Roscoe could have coached those two teams to premierships. <laughs> this bloke can't coach. Who <laughs> said that? I can't tell you. But no, he who said that? well think about cup coaches and you work out who would have been at East. Then, then. <laughs> Kim, you're up, bro. We got no me It's not hard. No I'm struggling. It's not hard. It, He's it, touching it, maybe in a land offshore. Why don't you up just north. tell us the oh, name? Oh, I'm <laughs> Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> Actually, waved to him yesterday. He's in Brizzy. He's one for you, guy. Yeah. I'm hearing that there's going to be a state southeast. Um, yeah, sorry, sorry. Right, right. He broke the news. Oh, I didn't there's, love there's, it. There's great. going to be a southeast Every, comp. Happening. Everybody was messaging. So he, he's, he he's an exclusive. It you he flicked it to me, Roddy. Can you break this? He didn't want to go hard because yeah. they're booming. So he thought, Roddy will go with this. And I did. I, I messaged Jono first. I yeah, messaged Triggs after the message, and then everyone's floating. In. I messaged Triggs too, and he was right on it. Like he doesn't mind. They. Well, Triggs told me the other day they hit Channel 7, hit him up for a bit of an interview, but he declined because he said, I, d- I don't know anything yet, so I don't want to go on there. And no, he, would have, he wouldn't doing. have declined. <laughs> <laughs> he would have went on and said something. 100%. Would have told him he's what, getting a gig in or something. What are you hearing? Is it going to be a southeast comp? So what I've been, what we've been told, everything and everything's just obviously getting filtered back from the slowly decisions they're yeah. making. We got told the other, um, this week that um, it's at, it was looking like there's six cup teams that have um, said yes. Yep. Um, and there's a few that are obviously got trying to sort it out. I think, I think it was Tweed. Um, Fel- I think the Falcons may Falcon. not. Yeah, I think it was Tweed and Falcons that possibly were meant to be doing it their own comp with within their Oh, yeah, in their district, yeah. Their district like or something like that. Ipswich were, said they'd do it. So either. I think it was us, Wynnum, Norse, Redcliffe, East, and possibly Ipswich. Ipswich said, us, they'd there go either, said they didn't mind either Early? way. Oh, Burley, oh, Burley, Burley yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Burley seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, they said um, which is there was amazing, a ten. They're looking at really. ten weeks. They're looking at starting in August, finished end by October, late October or something. That's the dates and that we got. Yeah. Then I had a sort of conversation with someone pretty high up at our club, and the what he was saying to me yesterday was that he's not a hundred percent confident that it will that it will go forward at this point, well, just purely because of there's a lot um, fact of, of payments. Um, yeah. like for me, obviously, I'd play for free, but been, there's a lot of blokes, obviously, on good coin that. I was oh, better yeah. ask you, go talk to me. If they say to you, you can go play for Normby for 50 bucks, 100 bucks a win, would you go play for Normby in the BRL if this South East comp doesn't eventuate? Not too sure because I've, I've been preparing there's some f- good coin out in Toowoomba. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, oh, Gundy. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm no, here and I'm here. I'm getting a few texts off the boys out in Toowoomba that there's a bit of coin getting tossed up out there. Gundy. Some money up at Mitchie, yeah? yeah, you could. I'll, I'll Kim, I, I just noticed. I got before, thirty bucks yeah. in my wallet. Bro, I just noticed before Mitchie. that you're trying to get Mark Offerdale on uh, yep. Footy Talk. Yeah, have you felt that you? Rookie error. Here's one for you. Mark Offerdale was chasing a half. 
Yeah. $1,100 bucks a game cash. Well, that's some fucking good money. Because if we've got a player on our team that's from Orange, the Sims, and yeah. he's been knocking on my door for the last month Is that, Michael, is that Michael Sullivan's team? Um, I think yeah, he Dubbo was coaching He was now. there, Mortimer's Dubbo. Yeah, right. coaching now, I think. Okay. And then another one out in Toowoomba, so I'm what trying to... Hey? Who's the club in Toowoomba? Gundy? Oh, no, no, no. Just Dar- one of the boys, oh, Darcy. Really? He's played out there last year with them, yeah, and, he, and they said that they're throwing a bit of coin, but yep. I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure at South. But look, if, if South Sadie, you've signed on, you've got to go play for normally 50 bucks a game. Do you risk injury for 10 weeks for 50 bucks a game? To be honest, what do you do for a gig? So I'm, I'm, a, I'm a landscape or property maintenance. Where well, you could go to somewhere like Ipswich Brothers. Or like West have, Michi. Yeah, well, that obviously wouldn't cool. be able to do because of Soms. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Soms. Yeah. I think they, yeah. they did a thing too. Through this whole period, there's no players. You can't. Oh, oh yeah. No. You couldn't just go, same thing. Oh, mate, yeah. come play with us. We could use some halves yeah. Yeah. and we'll, fix, we'll top you yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah even I'm, if we couldn't use like, it. Obviously, I'm miss, missing footy so much. But at the same time, playing in a comp that obviously, I'm not too sure what, how I'm obviously anyone knows me knows how competitive I am. I don't yeah. know if I'd enjoy. I don't know if they'd enjoy playing with me. To be honest, if, how yeah. serious I'm. Do you have Those, a guy? You got a missus or you single? Single. You mate, you make some money on OnlyFans for shell. What's that? OnlyFans. Only, so what's OnlyFans? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard of this either. All right, what so fuck. So, yeah, I know. So OnlyFans is like so porn stars and stuff on Pornhub, but um, or just like it's and, like and, and porn stars, bro. Well, yeah, Instagram chicks, like hot Instagram chicks, will set up an OnlyFans. So that's where you have to pay for a subscription to see them get their kid off. Do the women do that with yeah. Dane? What's it? No, nah, he, he, he pays them to watch. But anyway, OnlyFans, so you set up an account. And uh, since like when we posted that we'll have a new one, I had a couple of my mates. No, 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 <laughs> I had a couple of my mates message and be like, yeah, that guy should go on OnlyFans for sure. Only f- so oh, uh, yeah, it's it. a bit of a side gig. And, uh, can you, can you, you get, get people to uh, contact Guy via his Facebook? Pardon? Yeah, no, yeah. No yeah. socials. I'm on I'll, no I'll, socials. I'll, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll uh, take 1% of that. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I'll help negotiate. Come here to, for a chat. Come out with the manager. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> have, I'll have, have half a percent of whatever Have you thought about going to France on. or something else? Nah. Not oh, yet? No, I got uh, it's a bloke uh, got in contact with me. I think, where was it? Might have been France, something like that. And But the, uh, legit, the money at, I was getting at South yeah. was nearly better than... Um, I said to him, you know, I wouldn't wouldn't say no to it, but I'm not going to move over to another country yeah. for the same money when I can get it and live with my family and, and whatnot, so... But obviously, that's I'm slowly getting older. So, when's the sort of deadline that they'll make a decision on this Southeast Queensland comp? Well, I think well because that thing they dropped the other day with the months when everything's reopening. Oh, I think yeah. July they said they're slowly opening. So we got told I think in the next week or two we could be allowed to have groups of ten. Yeah, and if that's the after, case, we're going to go back Saturday. to training. We're going to go yeah. back to training in groups of ten. Um, yeah, good. And that's for us. That's for me. It's massive because I'm losing my plot just sitting at home. Don't know. There's a Training session at Michi on Sunday, Arvo, if you're interested. <laughs> Elaborate. Well, I can't really because I'm a coach to encourage people to break. So Isolation are, you the, are you the coach uh, or assistant coach? I'm assistant coach um, and I do everything. If you're talking, two sides. How am I assistant coach for fucking two sides? If dude? you're talking about the training session, where is me versus Callum Stewart in a, in no, a hooker no, that, challenge? That's early on. No, are but you, it is an actual... Because night. it's almost a no contest. Is he the culture? Is he the culture? Yeah, no, the he's col- culture. culture coach. Yeah, yeah, he, culture, yeah. Oh, we can't always one. There's one. They need it. That's right, man. Oh, you need, they, we you need, need someone it. who knows something about something because our head coach knows nothing. Sorry, Clint. <laughs> he's all right. I'm sorry, Clint. Oh, Clint, I'm sorry. But you gave it to Clint the other night I was oh, here and he's still copping it. Yeah, he's still copping it. It's because we he talk- won't come on and defend himself. Oh, yeah, We've invited right. him 40 yeah. times. Freedy started a rumor up about 
the other bloke I coach with, oh, that he had cancer. No, he does. And then he does chemo and curls. Yeah, and all, all this. And then <laughs> when we, someone said to him one day, "Oh, you're the bloke. Are you the bloke that's got cancer?" There's no money. <laughs> no, that's bullshit. And then he messages me and goes, "Will you please?" Oh, I rung him and he goes. Can you please fucking stop telling people? I go, it's not me, cunt. It's Freedy. I'm and on he's Freedy's not, team for this and one. I go, he's <laughs> not, you know he's not going to stop. And then, and then when we were out, because I coached Uruguay and we played over at St. Brendan's and we play, and someone come up to him and goes, oh, you're the ones coach at Mitchell. And he goes, it's good that someone remembered that I'm a coach. And I and normally blokes come up and go, have you really got cancer? Are you right, <laughs> mate? Uh, guy, who's the best player? I always ask this on my show my entire life too because we've played with a couple that probably should have kicked on. Who's oh. the best you've played with? <clears throat> Get to play first grade or, or probably won't play first grade. Yeah, someone you think you should have should have had it. Oh, not too sure, eh? <laughs> I remember watching it. Templeman when you would have been playing with him and he was that point scoring beast and then he played New South Wales Cup for a year and he still was good and I thought... Sure, and then they didn't resign him. I thought, surely he's good enough Wait, to he's be top on standby. Standing. So that 2014 grand final, the whole week, he trained at halfback because um, Hodkinson's knee was, was busted. Oh, and he. Pl- I think there yeah. might be a bit more to it, but like with him, yeah, yeah. No, I think his footy is not his downside. Yeah, to be honest, I think his footy's pretty yeah. good. To be fair, but yeah, um, back I'm to not the sure. original question. Yeah. yeah, I'm not too sure. Um, I think someone who's very, very unlucky that hasn't played probably. 200 NRL games for a club is Fogarty. Yeah, to be honest, yep. I think yeah, he's good. Like I've played against some blokes that are controlled the game. Like he probably doesn't run the field every time and that, but he's another sort of croft for me. Like he yep. controls the game pretty well and someone that every time I've played against him, he's nearly controlled the the full game, even when I'm playing in the same position. Like you, you look at that grand final and you're way up. I said it to a mate. I might have said it after a couple of beers watching the game. But you said it to you, me when I saw but, you at Ready Leagues Club too. Mate, you look at that. Bur- <laughs> look at that burly spine they had. Pythians played in a row, Fogarty, Polatini, Curtis Rowe. Oh, then just... you look at the winning one, um, none of them had played in a row. No. And that was a downfall. All, all, all great players like yeah. um, Curtis Rowe played unbelievable to Templeman. How underrated is he, Curtis Rowe? How good. Like, oh, dominates that, in that structure. They that have grand final they played, like, Curtis Rowe was they just unbelievable. Sort of everything's covered. Every, yeah. You've got everything in the balance. Did Curtis Rowe get the man of the match? I feel yeah, like yeah, if he didn't, he should have. Because I but feel Fogarty like was good just, too, just watching that game, I feel like Curtis Rowe just proved how good of a player he was. See, I went to school with Curtis and he's always been a freak too. He played first grade at the Tigers, I think. Yeah, I remember. Then he came back. So well, even watching that grand final they played, I feel like without him, without him there at the back, I feel like of, they might have still won, but I feel like it would have been a lot harder without him bringing that ball from the back. Without he was just so safe. Like yeah, he is. He's so good just, on the high Like you, you can just imagine him. Like a ball goes up and you just think, oh, it's safe. A, a, grub, a grubber kick comes in, safe. Nothing. But mate, the, he just doesn't look, look like missing. Early. He was sort of on the air a bit because they had Hanari Wells. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Can he yeah, score right. tries yeah. or what? That bloke, Hanari he's, Wells. He's fucking quick. Yeah. Hens. Is, is and, he done now? And, and he yeah, went to... Um, his brother actually was going pretty good too, to be honest. Dallas. Yeah, I remember yeah. seeing him in the program. Yeah, he'd done his knee. He was um he was doing real well. He did a pre-season with the Titans, I think, and played a few trials and saw him real good. Then he'd done his knee, unfortunately, for him. But I'm going go to um, I'm gonna go back to sort of towards Kimmy's question for you, for you guy. Um. It's not going to be like who's the best player who never made or anything, but like who out of the players you've played with, obviously you're going to be younger guys. Who, who do you think the blokes you're playing with now or you have played with are going to progress on 
um, to, to, to do things. First, first name I think of straight away when you think about young kids coming through is best. I think in 10 years' time, I think we'll be talking about one of the best forwards in the game ever is Fafita. Yeah. You were playing that day when you beat him and he scored that try from the scrum. Yeah, that was and his Conlon first touch and, and cup. Yeah. And, yeah, and he Con- came off the bench in cup. He played... 18s, yeah. and because it was mandatory, he was from scoring the four tries to play a game. Yeah. The whole yeah. and first. he was and that because quick. he couldn't stop scoring tries. It was ridiculous. I've never seen anything like it. He's come on the field, off on scrum, interchange, and we've gone give him a run. And, and the he first run, run the first run, yeah. he's he's just taken a run and outrun, like you said, Conlon. He'd outrun. Yeah. I think it was Barber. Barber kind of dropped off Marvin. the ice. I remember when he was playing, when like that that debut season he had in cups, and he was he was 17. He was playing Malmeninga, and I remember hearing words saying. Here is David Fafita, and he's scoring four tries a game playing front row in Malmeninga Cup. Yeah. And then he debuts in the fucking Interest Cup, comes on in the back row, and just fucking absolutely annihilates people. It's well, absolutely It says how ridiculous. good he is in the, in the, in, when the Indigenous side, when he made that break and set up Roberts, and it looks schmick. I just hope he can take it to that level and be doing shit like that at Origin because yep. I'm sick of seeing exactly us get, right. I'm sick of seeing us get beat after two series. Yeah, but if you think about it, he's eight, I think he's 19 now. Yeah. When you think about it, like, 19, like, That's he's got up to four, like, even, like, it's someone like a Tamalolo, when he first burst yeah. on the scene, he was a freak. Mm. Yeah. So he first burst on the scene, everyone was saying, expecting so much. He didn't really fulfil probably the first two, three years yeah, of, yeah, in the yeah, NRL. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And now we're talking about him being one of the best. Remember he was a bit chunky and he'd float, yeah. he played for Mackay when they won it in Cup, Tamalolo. Who was that? Tamalolo. Yeah, when, and, they, and, and when they, they had, um, they had a gun side. Was that, was that when Brian, Brian lost another comp, was it? Brian Smith. Yeah. Was oh, it? He, he had Ben Hampton, Cody Walker, Ju- <laughs> Junior Sal. He had everyone. Yeah, a few beers, Kimmy. You're getting into it. Oh. You're getting stuck in. No, no. no on a serious note, though, guy, um, a little birdie told me you like a drink. <laughs> a little birdie. Yeah, um, don't you like a drink, mate. mate who's, <laughs> who's one of the loosest blokes you've had a, on a mad Monday or a drink oh, with? Oh, this is a question. Loosest blokes uh, on the drink. Um, you just met him. Someone I really enjoyed enjoyed having a few drinks with was Liam McDonald, oh. my mate Elmac, oh, as the usual would know. And oh. I, I remember played Colts with him. I was six with Freddie, then I was seven. He he's next level. Like he takes him, the cake. Him and um him and um Adam Elliott were on the easily on the pedestal for. Yeah, wow. Adam Elliott's oh, I've seen Is him. Elliott just as good as Elmac. Oh, if not, he mate. Wow. Oh, he's done some things like he's done some things that I. I just couldn't explain why I've watched it. Well, and that's like, uh, Elmac, yeah, I bet you've heard some stuff yeah, about oh, Elmac, what he's done. Like, I'm, I'm thinking to myself like... Elmac, man, like me oh, and Kimmy were talking about during the week, he grew from like from our first Colts year. He, he was, plays he footy for Mad Monday. He was a quiet one, wasn't he? He, was oh, he could like, play, man. He yeah, was, but, I think he was our captain. He was 17. He was yeah, the youngest, but... But that was your first... He was quiet? Yeah, he was quiet. He, on our Mad Monday, he wasn't... And then he just fucking... Why do you think exploded. like he just trigger brung him everywhere he went? Because he's just a... Just the culture, yeah, like, yeah. like oh, he's a yeah. player that in, when he's in your group, like you just feel like, like we're all, you're on the same page. Like he's just gonna be, he's gonna bring everyone he's in. Probably oh. another one if he was a little bit like going back to that sizing, a bit taller. Yeah, could have played a lot of NRL. Like he had the work ethic. Like yeah, oh, just tough, he's, fast, mate, play the ball. Like he was just his energy player. in a room. Like yeah. we're doing video, mate, and he walked in the room and straight away everyone like everyone's on edge thinking we're gonna get sprayed. Like. Yeah. Trigg's gonna bring us bring us something up about. Yeah. I've scored three, but I know I'm getting sprayed for me five missed tackles. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll walk in, and you're like, "All right, we're all right now." Yeah, like, yeah, he's gonna yeah. take the piss out of Triggs. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna spray Triggs with something. We're all gonna laugh. We're fucking yeah. sweet. Oh. Like, he just. I went to a West training this year and watched <laughs> Triggs was bagging these poor young blokes, 
and they don't know how to take him and he's saying it like it's funny. And I was going, do you, are these poor guys on suicide watch? They were doing this that tennis ball reaction drill. Some bloke dropped about three, he caught one, he goes, oh, good to see you do know actually how to catch, mate. Yeah. And this poor bloke's looking at was he serious? Was he joking? Was he serious? Oh, yeah, no, fuck. the first time he goes, you got fucking hands? That's what he said. He goes, Freddie asked him if he had hands. Fuck. And he didn't know how to take, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah but we, we always, it's got to be done. Matt Sopalola was our winger at the Falks that year, and he was one that just constantly copped it. Like, he was the one in video. Like, oh, it was just, I think, I think Trigg sort of played on a bit knowing that we all laughed, like, thought it was funny. And, and he took it to heart because he loved his footy. And then after he probably put him aside and said, mate, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're never in jeopardy, like you fucking one of our best Play players. But, but we like, yeah, we like yeah. to just use you as an example. But every video session, you know, he was going to cop it for something. We just used to fucking laugh at. Dane told a story how he was talking about some bloke at West once, and he goes, "This uh, guy wasn't real smart." And he said something. And he goes, "You are the smartest bloke here. Fucking good work." And later on, he goes, "How dumb is that poor cunt?" <laughs> Fuck. <Yeah. laughs> no, because. Are we talking about Triggs? Yeah. yeah. Triggs, you just, I'm not going to name names, but Triggs, yeah, you, don't you are the dumbest fuck. You are as bad as bright as a blackout. And then the next session, <laughs> the next session, he come in, he has one answer. He goes, mate, you're the smartest bloke I've ever met. I swear to God. You are the smartest bloke in this room. How the fuck are you a footballer? You should be a scientist or some shit. And he, dead set. Oh, he's, fuck, he was good for the old mind game, Triggs. Like, <laughs> he'd, he'd have a chat with me and he'd have, like, he'd, we'll go into video and he'd be like, mate, you fucking, you played really well. Like, a fucking... <laughs> Like, uh, we're really impressed, mate. You keep doing that. You're doing well. And then I get in the video session, like, thinking, fuck, how yeah, good is this? I would relax here, like, yeah. fucking first video will be me missing a tackle in front of the group. You'd be like, what the <laughs> fuck yeah. were you thinking? Like, on it does, I'm that, like, yeah. I thought I was doing Definitely well. doesn't hate a blow up either. Definitely one of, doesn't hate. One of my favourites is Offerdale telling me once, he goes, I used to get on with him real well. And then I couldn't go to a recovery session because I had a cold. So I said to him, oh, mate, yeah, I didn't go. You know, I got a cold, and he said, yeah, that's all right. And later on, he goes, no, I'm dropping that cunt. Fuck you. <laughs> and yeah. I said, yeah, if it would happen to anyone else, I would have. Right, right. I'm going to bring my producer out of me because I know Freddie's Freddie's sort of half giving me the wink, but we're going to get Guy up, and Guy's going to do the um oh, the, 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 the curl challenge well. now. So we're going to get Guy up. Yeah, so all right. So we got to give him a bit We got to give him a bit of grace. Apparent, apparent, apparently. He's got 32 reps. Yep. So we've got Guy up now. He's going to do our bicep challenge. Righty, Kimmy and I are going to keep talking. You've got to set the bar. I've got to set it up. Right here. So um, Righty, Kimmy and I are going to try and keep talking over this. But um, how, how good is it? Like, I just want to wrap a bloke. Volandi. Yeah. Everything that gets thrown up, he just knows how to deal with it. Yeah, he's been putting he's been putting in the work for the NRL. I got to give that bloke yeah. massive raps. He does like he's obviously high up in the NRL, and it's his job to do that. But he has been putting in extra work for yeah. the NRL. Well, like and the, you, they're you, about you, to sign a new deal. Exactly. You, you can't hate on a bloke who's been putting in every second of you, every hour to put it to, to get our great yeah. game back yeah. to where it was. Yeah, what's the best guess you've had? Got? Best guess. Yeah. Um, Julia was great. Have you only had one person do it? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You're, you're second, bro. 40, that's 40 there. What? Yeah. yeah. Righty, I think, um, <clears throat> I said to Freddie the other day, you guys got an unreal setup here, like, perfect mm. setup. Like, this is what I'm trying to get my brother to move back down. <clears throat> They'll never get him to leave, will they? Up the Brahmins, no, they love him. Done. Oh, he's on 25k a year to coach. Yeah. But he's overcoached. He's he, done. He can find a gig, old Ty. Good on him for, good on him for that, too. For, for, for money. Yeah. For money. Yeah, fair call to the lad. He got a, 
What's number? What's number, Fred? 65, I'm pretty sure. That's some impressive shit. So what have you been doing, mate, in, in, in this sort of last six, seven weeks? You been doing a little bit? Oh, I was in training or? Yeah. Um, sort of a little bit. It was more gym. <laughs> doing a bit of gym um, at home. Just <laughs> grabbed a few stuff um, from the from the South Gym and took it home. As, yep. Sort of as best as we could. But yep. yeah, not too much, mate. The last week or so we've been... Um, <laughs> we've been back into um, running. Started running again. So I've done about two or three sessions. Yep. The last week, I'm um, just trying to find my feet just in case this comp does start. Yeah, okay. I'm not going to be behind the eight ball straight yeah. away. But I always you... wonder with the NRL blokes, because like any footy, there's going to be some blokes who only train when they're with everybody. And blokes are going, yep, I'm keen as beans. Yeah. I'll be training, I'll be training. And then we didn't know if it would even get off. So some blokes fucking going, oh, I'm not going to do fuck all. Yeah. Going back, they show Latrell like struggling and oh, but that's just ba- yeah, but, medium. Yeah, but and Bateman comes out, puts a tweet out, and goes, "You could have gone to any endless. Every, every one of like us that. is struggling. Yeah, that's the thing. You think about it. Anyone, like you, wait till we go back. Look at some oh, of the custard asses dumb, coming back into fucking. We got some custard. We got some blokes training all the time because they don't have. I'm supposed to, to be. I'm supposed to be playing be in the spine. Right? Trust yeah. me, I'm a big custard ass. When we get back, I'm supposed to be in the spine somewhere. Roddy, Roddy, you're my. You know your NRL inside out. So what's the rule around this um, this uh, vaccination stuff? What? Great. Uh, like, well, I actually don't get it. I, what, I'm a bit confused. Someone described it pretty well. They thought that are they trying to appease the the government because these blokes have uh, constituents who want them to vote for them. Has the government set the rules to the NRL? Well, that's, yet, that's what Morris, Morrison haven't. said, like, and he brought up how, you know, when they were talking about prep, how kids didn't get the jab, they couldn't go to school. Yeah. Same sort of thing. But most of these guys protesting uh, change it, like, when they realise the importance of it. Like, Marty Tapao, uh, uh, Nathan Pete. They've realised yeah. and they've changed like, their opinion. I'm telling I was, you too, I was listening to... Um, Bryce Cartwright should not be protesting nothing on his form. Yeah, because they, <laughs> because if they realised he hasn't made a tackle since he wouldn't 2017, get a game from they would realise. Well, no, I, I was listening to Triple M the other day and they and they had Wade Graham on, who's a yeah. RLPL, RLPA. He, he's on the board of the RLPA. Oh, yeah. And he said, he said, if there was someone in my club, obviously no one in Cronulla has at the moment protested against it. Yeah. He said, if there was someone in my side, I'd pull him aside. And I said, mate, listen here. Why do you not want to get the jab? And he said, if it's a reason that's out of my league, which is obviously religion or something like that, he said, I'd respect that and I'd step back and mm. I, I'd take a second and I'd respect it. Don't know. What's, what's the difference and, to Israel Folau? Just quickly. Yeah. What's the difference with that? Being religious and Israel for exactly, religious that, beliefs. Exactly. That's that. That's yeah. the. Ma- that's, At the end of the day, he's done a right exactly, for the ARU. Exactly. And, that's the major malfunction. Yeah. That's what. That's what. That's what Wade Graham was on. And Wade yeah. Graham said, if if one of the boys said something like religion or something like that, he yeah. would step back and let them do what they do because he has no idea about it. He said, but if. They just said it was a personal preference. He said, come on, mate, this is a team sport. Why are they getting the flu shots anyway? It's not... Yeah, that, that's that not going to help the coronavirus no, stuff or anything. No, exactly. Yeah, that's what understand why but, but the thing is, them, it's a blanket... Like, the, the thing is, it's a blanket rule. And if, if the government's made it a rule, that's what they were saying. If New South Wales government, Queensland government made it a rule, which they have with nursing or... 
or or like if you're a nurse in Queensland, it's mandatory you get the jab. Yeah, okay. you cannot go to work as a nurse without the jab. A jabs. If yeah. it, in the if, chin yeah. and other yeah, exactly. <laughs> you you can't you can't go to work as a nurse without the jab. So yeah. why can you go to work as a footballer without the jab? And you yeah. can't go to work as a doctor without the jab. You can't go to work as as a public servant without without the jab. Yeah. What do you so, do for work? Me, yeah. I do, I'm, I'm a line mark. I do line marking. You have to get a jab? No, I don't. So what? I don't like what's exactly. No, I, I, footy, I, you know what I mean? I, yeah, I know. I agree with you, but I'm just saying that especially the, if there's no crowds in isolation. And exactly. Stuff, like they're not the, doing these anything. blokes are blowing up, but the thing is, if the rule with your job is, which obviously it isn't yet, which is yeah. why these blokes are blowing up, which is fair enough. They mm. have every right to blow up. Yeah. But if if it's in your job description that you have to do it, so nurses have to do it because it's in their job description. Mm. Rugby league players at the moment they're blowing up because it's not in their job description, so they have every right yep. to go out and say I'm not getting the jab. At the end but, of the day, there's no game without the players. Exactly, yeah. and Gordon Tallis said that perfectly on Triple M yesterday. He said that there is no game without the players, yep. and if the governments can do the NRL a justice here by making it a blanket law, yep. they can take all the grey area out by saying you have to have the jab, but the governments haven't. And the reason the governments haven't is because the NRL have embarrassed the NRL. Okay, look at that his stomach cool. Like, I got that mat at home. You're a regular. That's in case I have to find my. You're way almost home, a politician. Like, no, no you but oh, yeah, but the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the reason the NRL haven't made it a rule is yeah. because the, the reason the government haven't made it a rule is because the NRL keep embarrassing. If, if you're the on the money cart rides on, are you getting a jab? Oh fuck you! Yeah. Oh, I'll get. I'll jab me every day for eight hundred grand. Right. You can put whatever you want in me yeah. if I'm on Cartwright's money yeah. because I haven't made a tackle since two thousand and four. Like just and yeah. I'm gonna get whatever oh, you man. want. To be fair, I would have got any jab anyway. Yeah, so yeah, just yeah. fucking give it to me. But just quickly, like Cartwright's a good example. But how many bad decisions have the Tons made? Oh. Leilani Latu, Leilani Latu on five hundred k a year. He's playing Reggie's in fucking Warrington. Jesus. Yeah, they. they How <laughs> was that? I remember he'd go back to Tweed and, and they play. Before, no, how could oh, you exactly. let him go? Your heart and soul of your forward the pack. Oh. Oh, actually, no. I'm. Was I'm, he a keeper I'm boy? Jai, so yeah, me and my best mates going up. Well, how's this tight? No, go or twist it around. Like do the whole mic. Do go that around. Like it. No, the other way. Yeah. Mate, what, and go around again. So what year did you play at Kibra? Yeah, your, your two uh, senior years. Yeah. Le- uh, grade 11, uh, 2011, 2012. And who won that? So 2011, I was in grade 12, but I repeated the year again. Yep. But 2011, we got beaten by Endeavour, which was... In the national final. Yeah, it was... Um, and they won the national final no, no. two years later, one year later. Oh, yeah, and then the year after, I went back to school, but I broke my foot, so I didn't get to play, but they ended up winning it. So that's when they had like, Tamari Martin be out. I didn't end up playing in that. But Tamari Martin played? Yeah, yeah, yeah he was, about that. So was it supposed to be used two in the halves? Yeah, it was us too, yeah, yeah. And then... And then you done your foot? Yeah, I'd hurt my foot. And then, yeah, I couldn't get back in the team then. They, they had a gun side, they were winning. I was captain the year before, couldn't get back in. Oh, so, so you were fit again? Ah. Yeah, I got fit again, yeah, yeah. And then Len- Leno loved his, loves his Polynesians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, loves his, and they were the West... Tomorrow was the just, West Tigers. Like, so. Just a quick story. Triggs will back this up. <laughs> yeah. Triggs took me down to Kiva Park 2005. We played against Wave. We got beat, what? We got, we got beat by 60. And he wanted me to come to Kiva the following year and repeat. Mm-hmm. And uh, nah, didn't do it. But There's been a lot of repeating going uh, on just, to, just, just in the hope of state. A lot of them private schools try and talk kids well, into doing it over three yeah, years, like doing senior over three years. Yeah. And, you know, like if you've got a big sporting commitment, you're going to miss things. Yeah, just do senior over three years. Where 
I know coaches that like bring <clears throat> players in from us to the world, give them an atlas, don't yeah, you? Brian Henshaw. Oh, fucking hey. <laughs> Brian Henshaw. I'm telling you. <laughs> do, do you remember that spray? We, we play, you know, um, CS Juniors with the planes fly over? We're playing at Colts. Yeah, Archfield, we're playing playing Colts down by 54 at half time. Me and, Fre- me and Freddie playing West Colts, getting fucking pumped. And two things he goes, you fucking cunts, promise me the world, give me a fucking atlas. Yeah. Then he pulls out Sean Maloney. He goes, you fucking, you're, you're on a Shark scholarship. He was a contracted player, yeah. yeah. You're on a fucking Shark um, scholarship. The only Shark side you'd make is a Shark bait at SeaWorld, you silly cunt. <laughs> That's a good Freddie sledge. Me and Freddie look at each other and go, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What'd the score end up? Yeah, oh, 70 or 80. We like, were yeah. cellar dwellers that year. Yeah. The year after that. What, this is against Kibra. No, this was when we oh, were just was in cold. Oh, yeah. Yeah. West yeah. cold. There was one year, a few years later, Don Beyond in that playing. West Colts got beat by Burley at Mitchie by 100 points. No, that wasn't a year. No. no, that was But And I thought, and blokes were laughing and drinking in the can bar, and I thought, you've either got the biggest set of nuts or you really could not give a flying fuck. No, <laughs> I'd, I'd be no. going home and cry, or going to a pub no one liked footy and getting blind as there, just so, trying to forget the what terrible memory. What questions we got, Freddy? Yeah, that's a great hey, game. We're, we're at 80 minutes, eh? Hey. Yeah, what questions yeah, we got? Hurry, hurry, fucking questions. hurry up, man. We've just got generic ones, eh? Like, so, uh, with righties, um, what teams will benefit from the time off and who will suffer? I think In NRL? Yeah. You'd imagine Melbourne because just what they're talking about, their pre they only got one speed. Mm. Rip in. I reckon the team that will benefit the most out of it will be the Roosters, but... Just yeah, purely from the two years in a row, how much success they've had. They probably haven't had much of a break. And they, were, because they, have, and they, and they didn't start the best. Two, yeah, two, zero yeah. from two. I reckon that break. Add Josh Morris in too. Like, you know, yeah. bomb off. Recover. And then England's got it hurt, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like that, that breaks your pre-season That's up. exactly right. Yeah, a side that has played that much footy. Like, you're not even talking about a 24-round NRL season. Mm. You're talking about 24-round season plus a final series yeah. plus a, 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 um, a World Club challenge. And then you've got a large majority of players, even if it's four or five that play um, state of origin. And then you've got a couple of players that are playing Australia or, or Tonga or like, yep. like one of your best forwards, Takeaho plays for Tonga. And then you've got Wuri Hardgreaves playing for New Zealand. Mm. Those blokes, it, the toll that takes in their bodies is ridiculous, especially Hardgreaves being an older bloke. Mm. The, the, blo- the break will just do that sort of side justice. The team so. probably that, won't benefit obviously the teams that started well so obviously your Penrith the Broncos, Broncos yeah. Yeah. teams that have actually Newcastle started, will be yeah. interesting Parramatta but if they're, if they're fair dinkum, you'd think that they, they won't <laughs> yeah. for some reason boys I can't take Newcastle serious I agree I just, I agree. just it's, me either I, when I, you're I agree. long I season everyone gets real excited early I remember there was one year the Knights won their first four mm. and for the rest of the year they won another four games they Newcastle, won, eight wins. Newcastle won he's a good coach last year he's a real good coach O'Brien yeah remember Trick saying he's the smartest man he's Pretty well, much when I did that around. preseason, obviously he was the main assistant and he, he ran the whole preseason. He does, doesn't he? Yeah, I've heard that from Bellamy a few just people. just sat back and just palmed yeah. him whenever he wanted. Well, didn't Newcastle win their unreal. first three games last year? And then they they come up um, rock. They, they were hot and cold. Right, when I, just, win, I, I can't win. take Ponga serious yet. Mm. I don't think he's Queensland's best forward. If I'm picking a Queensland team tomorrow, 
I'm moving Munster back to fullback. Yeah, yeah I think and, I'm, and I'm playing probably normal on the left hand side. strong as fuck. See, I, I agree with moving Munster back to the back, but I still don't. Can you think... play Michael Morgan at six? Yeah, I see exactly. Oh, I, I agree no. with Morgan in that. I just don't think that Norman's got that. I, I agree. Left foot kicks handy though. Norman's incredible. At, uh, he's Should've an incredible athlete, actually. but I just I just don't see him. Oh, as, I don't see him as an. No one's saying that. Really. Should have yeah. made that tackle. That, yeah, he yeah, makes he it one on one in a five meter grid. You make that tackle. You make that. But um. But I think Munster's the Queensland. I think Munster's Munster was the best player in that game three, the exactly. first half of footy. Yeah, like he outplayed everyone. X Factor is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, Munster reminds me of when you're playing in the backyard, like when you're playing in your grandma's backyard, yeah. and you're just jumping around with your mates. That's Munster on every level. And he just of flicks you. Yeah, it's because just... you can't touch him. Yeah, <clears throat> he's strong as like when they won that last game, the series before. He sets his try up where he's gone right fan, right fan, left step, offloads to Cooper, gives yeah. it inside to Cherry with, and scores um, under the post. With Newcastle, obviously, do you see them ever doing anything without a dominant another half? No, because they, they don't have a six. Yeah, they've got they've got Mitchell Pearce, that's it. And oh, they've got Kurt Mann. They Kurt, 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 Kurt Mann's a good footy player. Nah, Kurt Mann's a good Kurt footy Mann's player. Kurt Mann's not an NRL six. He's Connor not Watson's not. It's a bit Mason more, Lino's not. Like, you look at the teams that win it, obviously, the pedestal obviously is... Roosters at the moment with Cooper Cronk and Keery. Yep. Can you can't compete with that when you a Mitchell Pierce and a Kurt Mann. No. And then especially Brayley hasn't really been that dominant side. in NRL yeah. as yet. So you look at the other no side who, are, who are competitive. You don't even worry about don't worry about this don't worry about the sides that are winning. Worry yeah. about the sides that are competitive as well. Look at Canberra, they made the grand final last year. They had Caesar and Whiten. Caesar had his best season ever and Jack Whiten was a state of origin and Australian debutant. Yeah. And then even sides that weren't making like that weren't making the grand final. Like the Bunnies had Cody Walker and Reynolds, great halves. Like it doesn't like you don't need to have two amazing halves, but They're very... all those sides who are at the top had two very, very good halves. Even if one half wasn't up to scratch, his kicking game and his his footy IQ was incredible. You need to have the best seven in the comp or you're not winning. Souths are very unimpressive. I just thought they look yuck at stages. I don't know, like, Burgess is an enormous loss. I think Seagulls should drop down in your South Wales Cup. Oh, mother Seagulls. Mother. Yes. But, um, <laughs> Seagulls. <laughs> yeah, I like them. No, because he loves them. Oh, I reckon, I reckon they're, they're we'll be dark sweet. horses. Massively. Yeah, again. They get the Tommy back. You've got Cherry Evans. You've got Walker who's just going to run. And I reckon they're, they're two frontiers. They're yeah, you look at that Powell and um, Fenor Blake. Uh, the two and, you, and, and their stats are better than everyone. Uh, Jake Dubovic in the middle. Oh, of them and then three. Tommy's probably, in my opinion, probably if not the best player in the comp on his day. Yeah. Some of the stuff he pulls out of his ass, only he can do. Yeah, I mean, like he. he you look at it too. He's tall, fast, strong. Like Hasler's one of those blokes similar in that Bellamy mode where he's. He's got the wood on Bellamy and wins head to head. Oh, you'd know. He's nothing like he's on TV. Eh? Yeah, um, uh, he... um, uh, he's nothing like. Yeah, that, oh, he? mate. I, I remember sat down I'm, with him, and he was. A I remember in the bloke. video one day, uh, on video one day, and he's brought he's brought up this video, and he's like, "I got big news for the for everyone before it gets in the media." And we're all sitting in the video room, and he's like, um, he puts a video out, and he goes, "We've just signed a player to come to the Bulldogs," and he goes, "I want to tell you before everyone gets hold of it, as the players, you should know first. And um, he puts up a photo of Israel Folau. And he goes, boys, like, obviously it's a massive sign for the club. Israel Folau's coming. Yeah, just don't boys, shower naked with him. All the boys are like, oh. Israel Folau's coming. Like, how good yeah. is this? In his prime. We're like, fuck, how good is that? And then I'm sitting there. Like, I was just lucky to be in the room, to be honest. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, fuck, Israel Folau. Imagine him. Like, and then he goes, this is the reason why he signed him. He presses play. And then there's a video of one of the one of the coaching staff who's not all with it, to be honest. <laughs> 
of him jumping up, dropping a ball. And he goes, welcome Israel Flair at the club. And the fuck, honestly, I've never seen the whole group just laugh so much. Well, yeah. And the, the little things like that, you don't think he, he yeah, is, yeah. but he's actually like real, real funny. Like yeah. he's fucking hilarious. He's different to the um, I, Yeah, yeah, oh, that's all the show. No, that's all a massive um, show. Well, you hit this another question, which is a decent one. Um, how do you see the game going to be if they go back to the one ref? And how do you see the bunk, I would, bu- bu- I wouldn't bunker like it. playing its role and the ref being able to control the ruck? I wouldn't like it just for the fact that I agree. it'll be yuck. And no, if you want to play fast, I think I think that. Freddie, sorry, don't know. Seriously, though, rugby league started to become like NFL. And I fucking hate it. It mm-hmm. stops so much. Yeah. Like, the, the umpires and referees think they're a Hollywood actor, mm-hmm. but they're talking to the crowd. And, like, if if there's one ref and no bunker and the decision's wrong, I couldn't give a fuck. I agree. But if, they don't, if they don't show it And they don't waste much. time. Just show it once, whatever, bang, keep going, keep mm. rolling. In my opinion, I think, I think one ref... Is bad, <laughs> just for no. Just, just, tins is he at? I'm loving this. No, no, honestly, <laughs> he gets the mic. He's got it out of the right. woods. Just, go. It's all about he, him. Let's change his name. Listen dude. to me, motherfuckers. No wonder I'm these talking, women dig you, hey man. Yeah, because no, I got a great cock on me. No, no. But honestly, that's just, why they dream of other dudes. <laughs> no, but just for the reason that one ref, I don't think one ref will keep up with today's game. Yeah, because I think today's game is too quick. Imagine <laughs> imagine watching a game. You watched the Knights versus the Tigers in round two. It was fucking quick as fuck. Did you watch it? Yeah, I did. Fuck, I watched every second of that shit. There's no couldn't way... Watch it, couldn't watch a Titans play. There's no way the ref would keep up with that shit. You get two refs... Yeah. Great game. They want to say I agree, money, I agree with bunker. no bunker. Tell yeah, the bunker. I agree with no bunker, but one ref, I don't agree with that because as the game has progressed, the game has progressed that we're fast enough now, we... One ref just won't cut it. Yep. You'll miss too much yeah. shit. And especially now, the fact that the wrestle is that prominent in rugby league, you're, yeah. not, you're not going to well, find what else one ref. Get if they have one... I've got one. I've got one. Yeah. If you could start... If you're starting an NRL team tomorrow, who's the one person... Who's the first person you sign in? Jake Travojevic. Travojevic. No drama. Jake. He's not going to get any Jake. drama. Jake. He's not going to get in drama. Who's the first He's player you sign? He's going I had I had four. I remember saying this is if I was the Titans, I said it to a couple of a couple of mates. I'd I'd sign proven leaders and proven winners. I'd sign J- um, Jared Wurria Hargreaves would be the first one. He's a proven leader, proven winner. I'd, no, he's thirty one. He still played for another three four years yeah. in front of you. I'd sign Kenny Bromwich. Oh, yeah. I remember watching Kenny Bromwich play when he's playing Cup at East, and I said to him, mate, I said he reminds me so much of Glenn uh, Glenn Stewart, just so crafty on the yeah. edge. Yeah, He'd be the second one I'd sign. I'd sign Cooper Cronk as like an assistant coach. Um, he, no, like he's the smartest. Yeah. I reckon, like he's up there with Fuck, Matty you'd Johns. be signing the rest of South for the salary cap <laughs> yeah. you just used. Like, but like, I'd, like I'd, probably, probably them three would be the start. I'd, yeah, Bryce, I'd, Bryce didn't... Cartwright to deal with people who get colds and nah, stuff. No, I, 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 I wouldn't have Bryce, I'll tell you that You'd much. have to give him 100,000, 800,000, 800. But probably, yeah, I'd start, I'd, I'd start with Jared, big Jared. Jared. I'd what start with Fafita. Oh, yeah. David? Yeah. I'd start with Payne Haas every day. Yeah. No, well, I, th- I think okay. Peter's got On a serious cut. note, I've just got a message. He's texted me four times. He's texted me four times. What's he got? He wants me to ask, tell a few stories about some uh, of the boys. Ask Hamo what his favourite trip and also ask him about Brandon Smith in the tunnel with Matt Lodge in 2017. It's a good story. Thanks, Peter. Well, well, the story. Okay, yeah. unleash. Here's the story, Hamo. No, no. Oh, well, we're, in, we're in the knockout semi to get into the GF. Oh, was it to get into the GF? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, to get into the at GF Red, at and Redcliffe. at Redcliffe yeah. to get into the GF and was, and um, 
And Tr- and Triggs, obviously, we know Lodgy's. Is that when you tailed him up? Yeah, Lodgy's. Yeah, Lodgy's got a Lodgy's got a switch. So we know yeah. we got to get in. And he he, he had, had a presser. blinder. And to be honest, mate, he was like he was running the mucking cup. Like he was dominating he, games. He was one of the best three players on the field, and they got and those boys won by about thirty. So Correct. so we we Triggs has told us, you know, let's let's get get into him a fair bit. If if we get an opportunity, let's bring let's let, you know really yep. ruffle his feathers a bit. So we're um so we're in the game, and and Timsy's come off the bench, and. Um, Tui and Tui and um, Tui and Lodgy's gone at it a bit at the end of the uh, end of the half, and they're in the scrum grabbing each other, and, and then the halftime hooter goes, and we walk starting to walk off, and and Timsy somehow ends up in the in the middle of it all. Like, Timsy's if you know Timsy, he's the most harmless, quietest, and best bloke you'll meet, and um and then everyone's chirping, chirping, and then Brendan Smith pops up, and then Brendan Smith just he's a goer. Yeah, like, yeah I'm not yeah. going. To Cameron Smith, uh, Brendan Smith in my life depends on it. Like he's yeah. a goer. Mitch Bucket knows about that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll, 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 I'll get back. I just shit out with him, broken hand. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. get back that one. Um, and then so we walking, we started get getting the tunnel, and, and everyone's saying shit, and Lodgy's go fuck you, fuck I'll go use all. And then Brendan Smith brung something up, and Brendan Smith goes, shut the fuck up, you rapist, and brung it up, oh. and then and then everyone like went a bit quiet, and then we kept walking, and he's like, and then Brendan Smith said something like fucking, um, keep talking, Lodgy, we got a bit more to pay off that million dollar debt, oh. and then we, and then and then and Lodgy's turned around in the tunnel, and poor fucking. Poor, um, what's his name? Tim's. Timsy's by himself, and Timsy got put up against the wall. By Lodgy. By Lodgy, and this is at half time oh. the tunnel. Lodgy's about to kill him, and, and Tim's off. Oh, I didn't say nothing. No. I didn't say nothing. <laughs> and all the boys ran in. Oh, fucking, oh, just escalated, and then fuck, come back out after half time. And the first thing, the first tackle, Lodgy just bash someone, and we've gone. Fuck, don't stir him up too much. Yeah. Keep him fucking quiet. But um, oh. but yeah, it was fucking. When like everyone, everyone knew to say it, but no one wanted to say it. You know what I mean? And then Smithy just. Yeah. I'll say it. Smithy started bringing it all up and just, oh, okay, just let loose with it. And fuck yeah. So was that Triggs' sledge that he designed for him? Can't confirm it. He's <laughs> <laughs> all know what he's like. Like he's, he, yes. he just said, mate, if you get an opportunity to fucking get in his head, like we know he's got to switch. He'll, he'll get sent off pretty quick. What was the second uh, part of that question, Roddy? Uh, what was the second part? I'm still loving that first part of the answer. Let, let, let a couple of stories fly, Hammer. Stories. What do you got? Uh, I don't yeah. know if it's. Oh, it's AGM, man. You can say whatever you want. Yeah, you yeah. can, yeah. Yeah, but I'll get myself in trouble here. Like, no, we were talking about don't worry. his conception of his next Mate, there's, baby there's last four, weekend. Don't worry there's about There's 14 that. viewers. He's <laughs> fine. 14 <laughs> viewers. All right. Wait Kind to see, tied wait to a footy is just yeah. killing yeah. us right now. I'm trying to think, like, off the top of my head, like, nothing, like, you can't. I can't, like, that's just, that's like, tell, that's like putting someone's missile in the group chat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like how Freddy when he tells people to pick their worst coach, and he knows who his worst coach is. The lo- the bloke who's recently coached in the USA, he not he doesn't have the stones to say it because he doesn't think of him oh, as a coach. I thought he was talking about you, Roddy. Yeah. He'd be only semi right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I think there was one. There was one of um on Matt, Liam McDonald. I think I, I don't know if it's true or not. I got told this when I got there, but everyone always brings it up. Was there was um of triggers has got a rule like after a game, especially if you win, like we were having a beer, having a good time, but you have one rule, make sure you're on the fucking bus in the morning to the airport. Yeah. And all like that's one rule. And if you're not on the bus, you're fucking not playing. Is this P and G? No, it's not P and G. I think it might have been Cairns or something. And they said you have one rule. And oh. you know what LMAC, if you have to be there on the bus on an away trip after a night out on the piss, having the time of your life, you have to be there by six AM. Yeah. LMAC's usually rolling in at fucking Especially five fifty nine. You're in Cairns. You've been to Gilligan's. We're at Gilligan's. If you're doing no good there, reassess your whole uh, yeah, thought process. We've had four hundred eighty five kryptonites. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and the story that they tell is that um that they were on the way back to the airport and 
Elmac hadn't rocked up for the bus. And everyone's like, fuck Elmac, like, we've just told you, mate. And he's, yeah, they're, they're on the way. And next minute, as the bus is heading t- towards, into the, you see Elmac roll, riding a kid's bicycle down the down no. the hill. He's riding a bicycle <laughs> to the bus. I believe it, 100%. That's what I've oh, been told. Yeah. That's just what I've been told. Oh, yeah. He's on a kid's bicycle with fucking oh. little tyres. Oh. Believe it. That's a story. That's almost I'm, as good as the story. Ty. Oh, Kim, no sorry. Kim, I, I heard this good. one about uh, your mate Capewell, Luke, in residence camp a few years ago. It was. Well, they went out. They went to Langer's <laughs> restaurant up there in Caloundra. Yeah. Mad night. Yeah. He does all right. The next day, mate was the manager. Like I uh, say, so Paul Green was very particular. Yeah. He'd heard, he had some new mate in Brizzy who had some film on on half the boys they're playing. So I went to Brizzy for that. My mate rings him and go, we're one short. We're at the beach. Um, Capewell's not here. He's he not goes, a captain. Yeah, he goes, what do you mean he's not there? He goes, well, I've done a head count. He's not here. He he's goes, here. right. He goes, so he comes back. Greeny's blowing up it. Yeah. And he goes, if you weren't the fucking halfback, yeah. I'd drop you now. Yeah. And my mate's hung over his fuck. He goes, Milesy, yeah. you have your saying? He goes, yeah, mate, you know. Have your fun, but you got to, you know, be home on t- back in time. And he's thinking, yeah. I couldn't give a fuck. <laughs> and Green's filthy goes, just thank yourself lucky yeah. that you're the halfback, yeah. or else I'd be putting someone else in. A good fellow rock loves a drink. Remember, remember when I uh, had uh, Sunny Crease won the comp with the Manly team with oh, like, like when Tony Williams and Heath <laughs> Strange turned up. Stranger T Rex playing a game all yeah. year. They turn up on Grand oh, Final. So that was uh, yeah. because I was playing Fogs. And Tony Williams played six in the Grand Final. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I watched. And I listened to podcast with Hopkinson Hall? the other day talking about it. Yeah, Duncan and, Hall yeah, medal. He, yeah, but he played a lot for us that year. Yeah, yeah, and um. We so the Fogs boys, we went up there. I think I dropped a bit of speed about seven a.m. and then so I'm at the game, fucking peak and and um, I'm like, I'm, yeah, you like are watching, a big fan. Like, of watching because yeah, I'm, I'm, fo- no, I'm a Fogs player, oh, so right. yeah, I was watching the Q Cup boys. Obviously, yeah, pissing it. Obviously, I wasn't getting a, a run over those boys, like especially Stranger and and fucking Hodgkinson in the halves and stuff. And then we had Sandow at the back. But um, how so, good was he? So, that Dennis Sandow. I don't know whatever happened to him after that, but he was real good fullback. Yeah, but the, a bunch of his raging on like half of his raging on speed. It was the best best fucking grand final we've ever watched in our life because we were just so jacked. And then after it happened, all the manly boys we go back to an apartment. They're all sweet with um. What we, what, you know, what's going on and how much it's costing, and a bunch of uh, a couple of the Broncos boys come up and they're like, oh, so how much are we we spending? And I, I let them know how much we're spending. They're like, oh, you're a good guy, like yeah. That. They're like, ah, oh, that's too expensive. And I was like, well go find somewhere else where it's cheaper motherfuckers this is the sunny coast <laughs> about 10 minutes later they're like yeah we'll pay that and yeah. then we just, yeah, just a good time but uh, how'd you get some man what's that no i just charge would make my money back you know yeah. i can imagine what you do for blokes <laughs> at the gym just quietly you know, need to put on a bit of size come with me young fella you go. i read <laughs> a um i read an article through the week about you and you obviously you were the leading point scorer in the Intra Super Cup last year, as a, as a goal kicking ace, as they said in in the article. And your your old man obviously played Intra Super Cup, and he also led the led the league in in point scoring um, over two decades ago. How how do you feel about um you and your old man both being um, top point scorers in in the, the like obviously probably the the second top league in the Who'd world. Who your old man moment. play for? Um, played a bit of everywhere. I think played a bit of Wynnum. Played a bit of South back then. I think it was the Scorpions. Yep. Um, yeah, Logan, Logan Scorpions. He might, have, might have made his debut at East like I did as well. Um, no, no, yeah. I, the the year before, I I was winning like the majority of the year when I was at the Falks, and then I got pipped 
Um, like the last two rounds, I come off the bench. I didn't get to start because of the Melbourne players. So yeah. I think Katoni, it might have been Katoni Stag. Someone kicked like ridiculous the last two rounds and beat me. And I was like, ah. Um, <laughs> fucking wankers. No, no. And then, um, <laughs> but no, it was pretty cool, I guess. I think it was exactly 20 years as well. So it was 20 when I won it. Yep. It was 20 years prior, Dad won it. So it was pretty, I think, special for him um, to sort of obviously both win it in the comp and, and yep. whatnot. Between, I think it was more tries than goals, but between oh, East, yeah. nah, nah. between <laughs> East and the um and the Falcons, how did you know? That, had Triggs uh, coaching styles had it changed much between when he had you at East and when he was up there at Falcons, and he'd been more he'd been really in depth in the Melbourne system and shit. Um, so I got there. Um, so the first year he went up there, I wasn't there. So I think that first year of. Um, obviously being in a club that hadn't been too successful. He had to change and, yeah, bring, and they bring, went, bring a lot. They in. went to the prelim and lost to Reddy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we, so he did a lot of, I think, changing and yep. bringing people in and out that he thought, obviously, he's going to put the club in a better spot. Um, so when I was out there at East, he was very cemented in at East. I, and they had a lot of success he's done that, there already. He's done that at West now. There were blokes they had, on paper, they had the best side in the comp last year in BRL, but... You seen blokes who were just going there and basically just getting paid. Yeah, hundred you know, percent. When it got when it got tough, now he's well, one thing about Triggs that we know and I use probably know as well is he, all he wants to fucking do is win. Yeah, he and, hates and, winning. Really against winning. <laughs> and to be honest, like uh, as a, all about having a good time, isn't it? Yeah, but oh, it's like, a bit of both. Though. He loves yeah. good time, but yeah, he hates losing. Yeah. It's about he also winning. He loves and, telling yeah. people happy Give birthday. Why would it be? Oh, it's a scoop. He keeps on tights. He's last year. He's over footy, sir. He may have footies a lie. Huh? Imagine him fucking retired doing nothing. Yeah, oh, no, I, I know, but he says it every year, so. Yeah. Um, nah, yeah, I think, yeah, um, yeah, obviously he left them in a pretty good spot from where they were. You know, he went from mm. that major semi into a grand final. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't, um, yep. off the success he had at East, obviously, too, with how many grand finals he went Besides to winning a grand final, there's nothing more you can do except get him there. Yeah. And change your personnel. Just sometimes you peak at the right time. You know, like yeah. when South Logan last won it, they played Ipswich. It was like 2008. Ipswich were the guns, the bomb the whole year. Yeah. And then they get the grand final. Ipswich are down 18-0. They get back to 18-all, miss a field goal, and South score. Things like that. Sometimes it's just your time. Everything oh. falls into place. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think, um, yeah, I think we went on a real good run that year. Like, we... We were nearly first, second all year, and then we sort of dropped off a bit towards the end, which we yeah. ended up finishing sixth, I think. Which I think, when Triggs always says this, he's like, if you're going to win a comp, you sort of have to finish one or two. Yeah. Cause, um, and that's something he always sort of believed in. So when we finished sixth, he was a bit down. We had to beat Mackay and Mackay to sort of stitch up second, and we lost, which hurt us. And we ended up finishing sixth. So from sixth, I think we played Blackhawks. Then we went into South. Then we went into East, into Redcliffe. To yeah, get all the way into the grand final. So we had to go four of the top four sides, back to back to back. Yeah. Even getting the grand final. Didn't you speak P and G and PNG? Yeah. Wasn't it P and G in Townsville? No, that was the year before. That was the year before I got there, yeah. Okay. They yeah. mean like P and G then were like you couldn't beat them in P and G. Yeah, okay. They were like you just don't beat them there. And they went over there and beat them. And they've yeah. always been like that, and it was like the greatest upset ever. It must be hard, like you get up for that emotionally and then you've got to go again. Yeah. You know, like in the NRL, when you get that week off, you're always feeling a lot <laughs> you know, you're fresh going in that prelim. Where have you got to keep playing yeah, through? That's someone Triggs always said to us too. Like, if you finish in the top two, that I know everyone says it breaks you up, but the freshest team on Grand Final Day usually does all right. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So, we played four. four when back the to Roosters ambush Melbourne. 
yeah. you know, did a Melbourne on Melbourne. Yeah. And you just thought Melbourne are going to win back to, they'll go back to back here. Mm. And the uh, Rooster just timed their run. Rooster the, the best halfback in the comp. They're always yeah, winning. Exactly. He said that. They're always winning, mate. I've seen they did the top five on that the other day. And he wasn't, I think he got voted fifth. In my opinion, I obviously play a lot of half. He. Everyone always says Joey Johns. I didn't watch too much of him. I'm obviously not New South Wales or anything, so I didn't. I'd never really watched too much of him. I don't know, mate. I cop this. I cop it all the time. I'm getting in my eyes Cooper from Cops what I've best. watched. He's the best I've seen. He's better than JT. Better than Joey. Better than a lot of them. I cop I'm, it all the time. But I'm a Cooper's mad the best. Queensland if you, fan. And how I many times Cooper Cronk over Jonathan? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. That's a tough one too. But I do you think Thurston. I noticed every time Cronk didn't play in Origin, Queensland struggled. I watch. I watch. Mm-hmm. A, I watch a highlights package of Cooper Cronk playing round twenty three last year against the Dragons. It's a nothing game. It's Roosters versus Dragons round twenty three. He's kicking goals. Ro- that's right. Roosters yeah. are obviously going to dominate the Dragons mm-hmm. round twenty three of the two thousand and nineteen season. Yep. Dragons top of the ladder. Uh, uh, Roosters top of the ladder Dragons obviously closer to the bottom <laughs> Wendell Sunday boot Exactly Yeah, 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 yeah Wendell Sunday boot And you look at this You look at the game mm. And you just watch it And you watch Cooper Cronk Have three try assists yep. Kick four goals And just yeah. absolutely dominate the game yeah. It's a nothing game Cooper Cronk is 100,000 years old <laughs> And just absolutely dominates The whole game And I'll just look at that And I think yeah. How fucking good is this guy? Even his yeah. performance in that grand final it, with the busted oh, wing. Oh, that's all time best performance. Ever. Best thing ever. That's a broken shoulder. Yeah. Just knew what you had to do. Being in that Queensland, like in that Queensland supremacy, my boy Lockie is Jordan and Kronk's fucking yeah. um, Scotty Pippen, yeah? yeah? Yeah, yeah. Like Lockie is Jordan over everybody. Well, that's yeah. the thing, though. It, nah. it was Lockie over yeah, first yeah. and Smith. Slow. The Kronk's yeah. down the bottom. Everyone, Everyone talks about him down the bottom. But if you look at it, like how dominant that Melbourne Storm side was. And they took him. They take him out of that and put him in another team, and he and wins two in a row. He went. Yeah. Two, he made what is it like something like seven grand finals in a row or something. He bro. played. Remember, in, remember he played he, eighteen seasons. He Don't, played in. He played in eight grand finals. Remember, he never. He never played with the proper five eight his whole career. Yeah. Greg well, Inglis played five eight. Like busted old Brett Finch played five yeah. eight. Like he never had a proper six. Until he got to the Roosters, yeah, the Storm kept changing their six. Leave a monster, monster. He won. Fullback. He won three grand finals in a row, like yeah. one at Melbourne, yeah. two in, and he made the grand final. So like he's eight, Whenever, six something grand final. He's like it's just Whenever unheard of. Oh, he's had the best teams. No, like, Joey won. Joey, Joey win one, two. Joey won two. 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 Yeah, we, we had oh, the, that's right. That famous one against uh, was it Manly or. Well, we yeah, unfortunately, yeah, I was yeah. there. That was horrible. Yeah, yeah were you there, Roddy? Yeah, yeah of course. It was yuck. Of course, he was there. Me and him were there. Before, oh, boys, I just wanted to make sure we make sure we make a point of this before we go off. <laughs> yeah, two uh, two quick ones. I'm no, glad. I just want to make sure we make a point of this. Um, I just want to give a shout out to the New Zealand Warriors because they've done they've jumped just for being New Zealand. No, because they've jumped through fucking um absolute hurdles just to get the NRL back up and yeah. running, and they've. Do you also- reckon they got shots? <clears throat> They, apparently they all did before yeah, they exactly. left. But oi, they've also jumped through leaps and bounds to make sure the NRL can get up and going again, which is what we all want. And they've all gone back. They were four days into their isolation. They now have another twelve started days again, started yeah. again, just so Nathaniel Roach could be a part of the squad. To be a part of the squad, so they uh-huh. they were all down to twelve. Yeah, but so Nathaniel Roach, Nathaniel Roach came across from New Zealand. Oh. So everyone started their 12 days of isolation again just again, so he could yeah. be a part of the side. So but I think shout they, out like the, they like the weather Warriors. in Tamworth. Yeah. yeah. Well, just shout they're out to them. Money. Exactly. <laughs> but at least, at least they're training, putting in yeah. for the boys. Yeah, that's ma- yeah, yeah, it is massive. Yeah, two. Second yeah. one. It's um, Freddie, your ugly face. Well. Nah, Freddie, I didn't have anything. Last, you put me on the you, spot. Yeah, we've got to go. Just quickly, Roddy, my missus just rang me. So I lock the door. I usually leave my door unlocked, and I've locked it. 
So they're all waiting at the front. Oh, really? Yeah, because they, they went to her part. Uh, Mrs. went to her mum and dad's for um, Mother's Day dinner, and the Ouch. front door's locked. And yeah, so yeah, I'm, you're in the good. Uh, you're yeah, in the, the great books. Yeah. Well, um, Righty, thanks everyone. I'm just going to wrap it up before Righty. Righty wraps it up officially. But um, we've got. We just want to say thanks to um, OnlyFans. <laughs> They're actually not a legit sponsor, but um, we got our mates merchandise, which is m a a a a t e s merchandise dot com. They're selling double pluggers. If my penis wore double pluggers, probably wear fucking extra large. And um, so yeah. we're selling them. They 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 support any mental illness within the work industry, and they support mates for mates in the um, military. And then also one of our other um, uh, sponsors and and uh, supporters is KINTI Talk Footy. And that's everything that Kimmy's doing at the moment. And um, obviously they've got a shitload more followers than we do. So no, I would love, would love to get the boys on one yeah. lot though. I've, yeah. I've tried to get Roddy on. He keeps brushing me on a Wednesday night. He reckons he's working. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. After you have Offerdale on, you'll be begging us. That bloke, he's always talking about climate change and shit like that. Getting on the drink with Offerdale and put a fuck. Roddy working that porn hard. Well, that's, that's, yeah, that's all we want, Roddy. We just want guys with stories, like not guys that are killing it. He ain't, got, guys that... he ain't got good stories. He's talking about how to reinvent the wheel, how to fix the world, that poor fuck. It's and, good. guy, he's got a variety of touch on We appreciate you coming on, mate. Yeah, we thanks, really man. do appreciate it. But, Roddy, take us out, bitch. 100%. All right, thanks to Hamo and Ty for, oh, and Kimmy for coming on. Thanks to Dano for your oh, great Roddy. story. Um, hopefully... Hopefully I can get some of these coaching gigs that Ty is actually on when yeah. giving up his money. 20 crackers is like... 25. Cool. 25 crackers. Oh, Did you team and, up? And he's already paid. He's already been paid 17. So oh, he, good. he actually said to Prossy, he said, Prossy, he said, boys, just call it. Like, we, we don't want to play the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah. I would are they to looking to get... Either. Is Mackay Comp looking to get off the ground? They are, but Prosper Pros actually put a letter in saying they're not going to play. Yeah, fair enough. How'd um, they take that? Nah, QRL and the Macquarie League blew up. Oh, they're good luck. But, but Ty just said, look, I'm not going to travel from Macquarie to Prossy for eight grand. And they said, 40 pages, you're fucking 17. All right. On that note, everyone, stay safe. The end is near. We get to see some footy. But for all those tosses, like a bunch of dudes at Redcliffe that went to the markets today and there was about 500 people within fucking 25 metres, wake up yourself a bit, calm the fuck down. The world will get better. Everyone look out. Keep looking out for each other. Clarky's Corner. Uh, Clarky's Corner. If you need to sleep at night, just get on that guy's page and read <laughs> some of his things. Yes. Clarky's Corner. Who's Clarky's Corner? Yeah. Some he, guy that Variety wants to fucking punch. Clark, he's a good mate of... Uh, no, just joking. Is he a good mate of ours? Yeah, he's a good mate he's of He's right, isn't he? Um, not really. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. This guy... No socials, mate. Yeah. Anyway, if you need to sleep, go on Clark. And thanks to Guy again, yeah. Thanks to everybody for coming on. We'll be back. We're gonna host a we're gonna host a show at West Mitchie one night and we'll get the boys back on then when we're allowed back in. Take care, don't be a mercenary, and we'll be back next week. Thanks boys, thanks guy, thanks Kimmy. Thanks, Kimmy. thanks lads. Legends.